Now recording. I don't know why I say that every time. Every week. Every week without fail. Um, How are you doing, Dave? I'm good. I'm good. Um, sorry, I, I, do I sound like I've got something in my mouth? You sound like you've got a dick in your mouth, yeah. It's a tiny little dick. It's Your own. Th- it's a filth. <laughs> no, fuck no, I'm not that flexible. And it's far <laughs> too small. Welcome to Phil and Dave's Excellent... Oh, it was a filter, by the way. Welcome to Phil and Dave's Excellent Adventure, where we talk all things rock and metal, back with your weekly dose of bullshit and other ting. Uh, I am not Phil. That was, um, if you were live on the download stage, that's how you'd introduce us. Into your inwards. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. It'd be great to see a band where they're so heavy that even in between songs, he, he has to remain that level of heavy. So he only talks to the crowd inwardly. Yeah, man. I'd like that. That's um, So that's what we're going to be talking about today is download. We're going to obviously, because uh, it was just last weekend, so we're going to be looking back over how, uh, what did I call it? Download TV. How that worked out, what we thought of it. Um, did we think anything was missing? Was it engaging? Things like that. But as always, um, starting with, with just the usual bullshit, I suppose. So yeah. how have you been, man? What, how... What, um, with you know, and stuff, I've been fine until today, man. Oh, had well, last I week off, but you got slashed on with rain, didn't you? Yeah, I had I was off work last week. This week, so right, the the partner I work with, um, is off for the next two weeks, so she's off this week, she's off next week. The lesbian lady, yeah, and last week she went off, um sick on the Wednesday or the Thursday, I think. Not a fault, obviously, but consequently, um, there's been days when there's only been one person doing both of our walks and people who aren't as familiar with the walks doing the walks. So ultimately, it means that come Monday when I got in thinking, oh, it's Monday, it shouldn't be too bad. It was backed up to fuck. And I was oh, like, just loads of shit that should have been delivered last week. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, like um, my, the guy I'm working with this week, he was working on his own on the Saturday, so he only did one side and the the trapped packets from both. Um, this is really interesting for everybody else. But um, yeah, this is royal so, like, Essentially, he only he could only deliver half the mail, so it meant we have twice as much mail on one side, and we couldn't deliver the other side because we were dealing with that. So we were backed up again the next day. Um, But luckily, uh, people were finishing earlier because there wasn't too much mail on the Tuesday. So everyone kind of pulled together and helped us deliver one of the walks. So we, by Wednesday, when um... it's my day off on Wednesday, so by the time we got to there... We were all set, and I came in today, and everything was cool. It was nice. Was it like uh, uh, um, like an American college football movie? Where what, like everyone comes around? Everyone plays together the, for the team because yeah. the team are, yeah. are getting fucked yeah, for the every giver. week. And then like the whole town pulls together. 
And no, it wasn't like win. that. It's uh, people get told to take some stuff out and they take some stuff out and that stuff was on our walk because we were the only ones with anything left. So right. people just doing what they're told. But it's always nice that people will do stuff because sometimes, I mean, it's it's up for refusal. They can always say, no, I don't want to. Um, I've got other stuff to do. And if they can justify That'd be it. cool. Like in any situation, like, oh, Phil, um, you've got a big load. There's <laughs> a big load. You've, you've got like a lot of shit to take out today. Could you just be like, nah. Well, yeah, ultimately <laughs> I can. Like if there's a lot of stuff to take and I don't think I'm going to finish within my time, my time stops when my time stops. I, they can't force me to do overtime. And if I can't make my round in my time, then I can say I'm going to have to cut off and leave this. Um, Shit, man, my job is, but I very, very rarely ever do that. My job is almost the opposite because I've got that fucking sleeper cab. They send me yeah, on the jobs that they know probably won't get fit in a so day. Are you coming? Like, there you go. You ain't going home today. Fuck you. Sleep in that shit box. Excellent. So um, Phil and Dave's excellent fucking shit box. <laughs> man, if I ever bought a shitty old truck like that. I'd totally try and apparel it up. Decals <laughs> and, and ting. Phil and Dave's excellent shitbox, it would say on the side. Shoot that, man. Um, so while you were walking in the pissing rain, because it, oh, it was literally shit, all day, it's still doing it now. It has not fucking stopped. That's it. It went from miserable to fuck off to miserable. It, yeah, man. And um, I've been over in the northwest today. and it, Oh, it's it, going like, to fucking rain over there. It, it was just, it's the same everywhere. Like the sky didn't change anywhere. It was just one massive fucking Britain shaped cloud over. Oh, it was just bullshit. Yeah. But apparently Saturday's going to fucking rule. Well, that's all right. That's all right for us if we're uh, going to get together and touch each other's empty spaces. Well, we won't be able to unless, because we have to be socially distant. That's what I'm saying. Empty spaces. Oh, I thought you were talking about my ass. No, I'm just going to come and fill a gap for you of uh, two <laughs> meters squared. I only wish I could fill a two meters. No, actually, I don't. That's far too. That's too. Not big. two meters squared. What how I'm big about, is a radius of two meters? How big is too big when you're talking about a cock? It depends who's asking, isn't it? Like you personally, how big would be too big to go in my bum? No, for, for like for your cock that's attached to you. That's oh, right. That's okay. a part of it. Um, I don't know. If it goes past my knee, I'd get a little worried. Because, fuck, that's insane. Past your knee. I've seen some big dicks, man. And that's... Yeah, did you ever see that Mandinga guy? <laughs> oh, wow, that was like he had another... It's like his brother was hanging off his wife. <laughs> it was fucking insane, wasn't it? But, like, um, I reckon... Because I'm only five foot nine, which is fucking average. You're right. That's literally... Look it up. That is average height for a a male these days, an adult male. But it is pretty short. Let's be honest. And at my height and my build, right when it, when they're saying average bigger, for a male, yeah. when they're saying average for a male, are they taking like everybody on the planet into account? Well, this is the thing. I th I don't know if it's like a white male or a, a British male or what, but I've heard it said in there's a podcast I listen to that's Australian. And mm -hmm. one of those guys mentioned it. Um, that's the Weekly Planet. Uh, on the last podcast on the left, they've mentioned it. 
because one of the three presenters on there, Marcus Parks, is five foot nine and he's mentioned it. And these are all white men, but obviously we're talking about across the world. And I know it's true in this country because I constantly get called short. Yeah. So I looked up what the average height was. And when I saw it was bang on, I was like, motherfucker. But at my height, with my build, if my dick was any bigger than about eight or nine inch, I think it'd look like a fucking monster. <laughs> Look, don't get me wrong. I'm a good six yeah, inches the, away from that already. So it's I guess not like... the, um, the best thing you could hope for on a porn set is an average sized penis on a really short dude. Yeah, because midget, then he's oh, not going to damage the fucking merchandise, is he? That's the thing, man, because they get pounded relentlessly. Fucking, I don't know how many shoots they do in a week, but you'd, you'd think they shoot more than one scene a week, these women. Uh, I guess, but they get paid, like, once they get up the, the top end, they get paid, paid pretty highly. So they, they could, I guess, do a lot of work, but then they could similarly not do that much work. Yeah, but most of them, because they're contract girls, they're not going to be like... Um freelance and just decide when they're going to work they're going to have like their agent and the people from whatever fucking porn company or fucking producing production house or whatever they're called they're going they're going to be booked in well in advance and like they're Possibly, told yeah. when they have to be on set you know what i mean i just wonder how why are we talking about this i don't know what did where did it even come from oh, it came from me saying you were sucking your own penis you were going to bum me on saturday no, uh, no, I, I was feeling. No, that's I was what I heard. Or, yeah, heard that, exactly. I, that's exactly what I heard. Hey, and, Dave. Um, yeah, man. Is this tour coming to Britain? It doesn't look like it at the moment. What Def Leppard, Motley Crue, Poison, and John Jett. It won't be if if it's Crew. I wouldn't have thought so. Where are you looking at? I'm on Loudwire. I'm on Blabbermouth. Motherfucker! There it is. 2021 dates. Four hours ago, too. This is this is a hot scoop. Four hot hours scoop. ago. Four hours. Although by the time this is actually released, uh, what's the date today? Is it the seventeenth? Eighteenth. Shit, I've been doing my paperwork wrong all fucking day. Sorry. Um, no, 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 no. No one will give a fuck. No one even reads it. But uh, let me see. Hey, hey, Dave. Disturbed is working on new music while in quarantine. Nobody cares. <laughs> Nobody gives a shit. Actually, do you know, like we said before, they've actually got fucking millions of Yeah. Do you know? Fans. I was I was watching um It's all US, by the way. I've just it, looked through the dates on Loudwire and it's He was doing an interview on um on Download TV and he came across as not a dickhead. It was just like I think maybe since... Oh, Draymond. Like, David Draymond. Yeah. I've seen like, him in interviews and he... He usually, for me, has come across as an asshole. Yeah, he comes across... Did you ever see on Loudwire when he's they He's really that? pretentious. The Wikipedia fact or fiction thing on Loudwire. Did you ever see that? No. So they they take uh, like a notable rocker uh -huh. and they they go through their Wikipedia page with them. And they read they read out things that it says on the Wikipedia page, and the, the person will tell you whether that's true or not. They'll mm -hmm. choose like the most outlandish shit. And David Draymond one, he he comes across on that as a bit of a prick. If I'm, I can't remember an example of why. It, it oh, just, but it's just, like one of those. Oh yeah, yeah, that's totally true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can believe that one. Well, yeah, to a degree, but it was more like the Phil Anselmo one. You could believe it when, like, so there's a story where 
you got arrested with 10 sailors after a barroom brawl, but See, then you got drunk with the police. You can believe it with him. To a police station and you can like, believe it with him yeah, because he died twice it, that's in my one point. night. You know what I mean? Because so he took too much heroin. They say all this ridiculous stuff about Phil Anselmo, and his answer's just straight like, yeah, that that happened. But it, it wasn't the way that it says we were all involved. It wasn't just me. You know what I mean? And he talks yeah. in that really slow... But he's obviously That's he has to think heart. about it. Well, yeah, I think he has to think about everything he's saying, though. Like, he's not, <laughs> yeah, because he's not sharp head. anymore. <laughs> in his head, it's just static all the time. Yeah. <laughs> it's just white noise. No, it's he's just, just, it's just <laughs> constant, like, really loud tinnitus. <laughs> I imagine his head to just be like white noise and static all the time. And every now and then, when he, when he manages to tune his brain into an audible sound, it's just, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> yeah, man. For sure. So he, so he tunes it down again, and it, it's like the static's easier to live with. But I'm, I'm not saying I'm coming around to any be any kind of disturbed fan. Fuck no. But I was just watching an interview with him, and he's like, he's locked down in Hawaii with his kid, and it just like be it being a dad. He's like, it's he's like everybody else is at the moment who's got a kid. It's like because. You've got your kids now all the time. The kids are super exhausting as opposed yeah. to most of the time when they're just a bit exhausting. I heard someone say that. I can't remember who it was. It was some British celebrity, like some fucking, I don't know, soap actress or fucking like daytime TV presenter bullshit. Some woman. Um I can't like I'm paraphrasing. I don't remember the the exact quote, but she said something along the lines of because a man had said something like that, like you know, obviously you love your kids, but you don't realize how tiring it is until you're with them all the time. Uh -huh. And and she made a comment about how, um, you know, oh well, now he you know, so it, they're not tiring until you're a woman, is what you're saying. You know what I mean? I was going to women have to do, and I was like, at first I was kind of annoyed because I was like. That seems some bullshit. You're a national actress or whatever. There's no way you spend all your time at home with your kids. Um, but then there were, I saw something about other people being annoyed about it. And all I could think was how fucking, how, what a ridiculous thing to get annoyed about. That's She's kind of got a point. There's far more stay-at-home mums than there are stay-at-home dads. Yeah, mum. And the idea well, of stay-at-home mums, people do think it's a breeze. And of course it's not. But if you think that's a breeze, I'm assuming that's because you either don't have kids or you genuinely have not, even if you do have kids, you haven't looked after them for prolonged periods of time. It, it, it can be. Don't get me wrong, man. I've got three kids. And I used to work nights and stuff. I used to work on shifts. So I'd spend days at home with my kids for, for weeks at a time. And I can't say it ever bothered me. Maybe I'm lucky with my kids or maybe I'm just a big kid myself. Or, well, you know. if you think about it, if you bring your kids up to be the kids like the like people that you would like to hang around with then it's probably exactly. not going to be that bad but if you yeah, don't bring them up properly and you let them like i mean yeah there's all sorts of fucking kids in the world there's like scholars to skip rats but fucking hell if you if you end up stuck in a house with a little tearaway who's just constantly going crazy 
Yeah, because, I, know, I, know I mean, I mean, saying. obviously you, there's you, conditions. I'm not saying there's not conditions and stuff like that. Like if if your kid's got a genuine condition that makes him kind of hyperactive, well, yeah, stuff, ADHD. That's, that's what, what that's fault, that's one thing. But, but if, if your kid's just a, a little cunt. shit, exactly. I mean, how old is Phil Anselmo's son? Did he mention? Phil, no, not Phil Anselmo. David Draymond. Oh, was it David Draymond you were talking about? Yeah, Phil Anselmo do not live in Hawaii. <laughs> Delmo lives in a dumpster behind like a Kmart. <laughs> yeah, he's fine with it too. He's happy there. I feel like he's he probably still lives in Texas and he loves it. Yeah, man, it, that's a place he fits in, I imagine. But yeah. um, did did Draymond mention how old his kids are? Because like I think like five or six. I want to yeah, say you see that's, that's an age where they they do it's constant attention. You know what I mean? You've it's not that you think. It's not that you feel like you have to give them constant attention like you might do a two-year-old or a three-year-old because they might hurt themselves. It, or, you know, you, you don't want them playing with shit that they shouldn't be playing with, whatever. With a five-year-old, you, you know you can leave them alone to chill, but they don't want you to leave them alone. A five-year-old will... I mean, obviously, like you said, they're all different. But in my experience of my three, a five- or six-year-old is up in your shit all the fucking time. It's like, did you did you see that tweet that went around Facebook and stuff? This guy said, um, "Kids, yes, kids oh, be sorry, like, it's, um, it's six or seven because he was born in 2013. It looks like that's just getting out of that phase, in my experience. But the, did you did you see that tweet where that dude posted? Um, it went fucking worldwide. It was hilarious. He says, uh, "Kids, kids be like, look at me, look at me." Um, and then they spin in a circle, wasting my fucking time. <laughs> that made me chuckle, man. Because it's, like it's true. They yeah, it's like, look at me, look at me, look at me. And then shit. they don't know what they're going to show you anyway half yeah. the time. It's like, even, uh, uh, even, they just I want your attention. Times. And then it's like, uh, uh, um, I better think of something to do. I'm going to pick this thing up and throw it across the room. See? Did you see what I did? <laughs> Fuck my life. <laughs> I, uh, I could think of specific examples when Ethan, like, he's nearly 10. And I can think of specific examples as little as four or five years ago when he would come from his bedroom, like when we lived in, in the bungalow, he would come from his bedroom into like the front room or if I was in the kitchen or whatever. Wherever I am in the house, he'd come looking for, for me specifically. He would search me out, he'd find me, and then he's like, Daddy, look look what I can do. do you? No, it'd always be a question, like he's been looking for me for ages. Daddy, do you want to see what I can do? And of course, you never say no. So you're like, yeah, man, go ahead. What's it going to be? Maybe you should start reviewing that. Maybe you should be like, hang on a second. Give me a taster and I'll see if I want to see the full thing. Yeah, that's how long are we talking? Is this like a 30-second thing? Five minutes? He still does it now. If I'm outside, he goes on the trampoline and you just hear him shout, Dad, Dad. And I turn around and he goes, do you want to see me do something cool? Like, <laughs> yeah, man. Fucking trampoline, man. I'm not Honestly, no, I couldn't give a fuck. But unless he's going to do a, like a fucking chip or backflip into a well, pipe. This is thing. Don't get me wrong, man. He has the time of his life on there, and I watch it, and I'm <laughs> like, yeah, man, that was pretty sweet. I couldn't do it. Bossed you know what it, I mean? Mate. It's kind Bossed of impressive. It. And his enthusiasm makes me want to watch. But at the same time, like if I'm in the middle of ripping a, a, a bunch of ivy off a wall, or I've just ripped my drive up and cleaned it, and now I'm relaying my drive, and it's every 10 minutes, Dad, do you want to see something cool? Sooner or later... There's a voice in my head that's saying, put him under the drive. Like, just make sure this doesn't happen again. He's wasting your fucking time. And you look, and he'll he'll do this jump, and he'll land on his back, 
and then flip over onto his front and bounce off his chest and then back up onto his feet. And he's like, was that cool? And I, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, man. Is Good stuff. Good stuff. Sometimes I just kind of respond with, I'm not even looking. And he must know I'm not looking because my back's to him. Dad, did you see? Yeah, man, I saw it. That was cool. Maybe Then again, maybe I'm just a shitty dad. So I wouldn't yeah. say that your kids all seem pretty awesome. My kids are pretty cool. In fact, they're all very cool. But there we go. You've taught them how to put up with a dickhead 24-7 anyway. Don't talk about my wife like that. Hey! <laughs> I never would. I never would. Do you would. see what I did? I Do saw you what you did. I you turned see, it round. I flipped you tried, reversed it. You tried to turn it around. but I flipped reversed it. It you just makes I was you seem like zig. a really nasty wife hater. <laughs> you thought I was going to zig, but I zagged. I did. <laughs> it was good you stuff. You caught me off glory hour. So what else have we got in the headlines? Let's have a look. Ice-T reveals how he's changed since body counts cop killer. Seems that's just a way of... Hold on with everything that's going on in the world at the moment. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of um, there's a lot of uh, what do you call them? Virtue signalers. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it can be avoided in a lot of ways at the moment. But well, it can't. But do you know every fucking company that I see on Facebook that's like, "Hey guys, hey guys, remember Black Lives Matter?" I'm like, how fucking cheap do you have to be to cash in on that kind of shit? All the pod- podcasts I listen to, bar one, uh, every one of them has, in a recent episode, had like a 20-minute diatribe about Black Lives Matter. Well, can we and not do that then? I specifically want to avoid it because, uh, frankly... Look, look get me, don't get me wrong. Black lives do matter. Of I'm course I'm totally on board with the movement. I love that. Agreed. But here's here's my thing with it. I'm I'm 100% on their side. Never going to not be on their side. I agree with them 100%. My issue is I don't think anything's going to change until the old white racists die out and the cool young non-racist generation come through and start fucking running things. You know, this is exactly what I was going to say, is that, quite frankly, anyone... I I haven't checked our numbers in a while, so I don't know how many listeners we've got, whether it's gone up, whether it's gone down. We weren't doing bad. We had a few thousand. I can't imagine any one of those few thousand people that listens to us every week cares what we think about that issue. Hell no. That's not what they're listening to this show for. On top of that, how are either of us qualified to become commentators on, on that kind of issue? And well, this is exactly... As a white man. I mean, it'd be hypocritical of us to pretend we're 100% on board with it and we understand because, frankly, that where we live, where we are, we've seen no evidence of these I don't understand. The That's the thing. From what no, I'm hearing, what to us in in our immediate vicinity. So how are we qualified to j- pass judgment? Yeah, what I'm saying is I'm I'm on board with the the whole idea of it. Oh, the the ideology and the philosophy of it. That's fair enough. Like, yeah, I completely agree. Racism is bad. Yeah, I mean it's as simple as that. It, the police is. brutality is wrong. You know, but I've, I won't lie. I've seen stuff from the other side, not people defending racism, obviously. This is the problem. It's the whole issue is like, it's black and white. If you'll pardon the pun, it is one side or the other. It's not, there is a fucking huge middle ground where people are confused about what side they are on. And fundamentally they are good people who agree racism is wrong, but they might be thinking, I don't know if, when that cop killed George Floyd, I don't know if that was anything to do with race. He's a shitty cop, 
and he should be in prison because he killed a dude. But that he could have that, done that to I mean, a white dude too. I you feel know I, mean? I feel like it probably was. I, I agree. What I'm saying feel is like theoretically, where it's not out as of, cut and dry as everyone exactly. has made it. The, I mean, apparently they they had personal history as well, so I've heard. But I, <sighs> this is it. I, I know mean, nothing. I, I know very little about the situation, so I can't really say. But what, this is what exactly happened. my point, right? I'm looking down the Loudwire headlines. Oh my fucking Dave Pad! Your face is too far away. It's literally fucking inches from the camera. Fever three 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 singer. What does yours only work if your face is right up to it? No, it's uh, so in, on. You know, like on the iPhones and stuff, you've got the button like does your thumbprint and all that shit. Yeah. On the the iPad Pro, there's no button on it anywhere. So it's. Oh, you have an iPad Pro now. Look at you, you fucking fancy bastard. Yeah, I got it. Rach got it for me at Christmas. But Get um, you. yeah, it's, it's there's no button, so it's facial recognition to open it. And if you're too far away, you have to key in the code instead. So what if it fucks up and can't recognize your face anymore? You just do it by the code on screen. Okay. But, uh, yeah, so th this is what I'm talking about. Fever 333. Racist statue removal shouldn't confuse anyone. The singer reflects on the current Black Lives Matter movement and what it means for history in the future. Why the fuck does anyone care what the singer from Fever 333 thinks on that issue? Why is he um, someone whose opinion should be taken into account when What's you are name? trying to make up your mind? Um Jason Aylan Butler, who, looking at his photo, appears to be a black dude. Yeah. That, now, if people are now shouting at their speakers saying, well, of course he's qualified, he's a black guy. So? I, I just I don't see how that makes him a commentator on it. He's a singer in a band. He's not a sociologist. He's not a... Um, a, a racial historian in, in no. you Tom Morello. Tom Morello, I take his view on a lot of stuff because yeah, but you have he's to a political it. scientist. Very true, but you have to also take everything he says with the with the knowledge that he's very much on the left. Oh, he's a left wing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like you know, he's not going to give you a balanced account because he's well, no one will to a degree. But no, but at least he has the knowledge to. To be able to argue his point, yeah, he he's can... he's educated enough that he can give examples of of it, like it's not just the George Floyd thing. This has happened for years. The it happened. It's institutionalized across the country, across the world. I understand where you're coming from. I just, I mean, we're now talking. We've been talking about it probably for five or ten minutes now. And yeah, let's. Fuck if this I'm off. honest. Nobody feel, gives a fuck about what we say. Exactly. I just feel like we are not qualified, nor is anyone interested, even if we were. No one cares what we think. But they might be interested in what we think about... I just saw another headline. I'm trying to get back to it. Oh, fuck off. There we go. Oh, fuck. Where is it? Oh, here we go. So... Have you seen recently people have been – they've been making artificial intelligence um, write songs or scripts. So they'll, they'll feed right. – they'll feed every – Give it an idea. Yeah, so in, in this case, someone has taken a bot 
and shown it every the lyrics to every Nirvana song. Okay. And then the bot has written a Nirvana song based on those lyrics. Yeah, presumably the the program in how to write a sentence, things that make sense. Gra- there's gonna be some kind of grammar checking going on, right? Otherwise, the song's just going to be complete nonsense. Um. Well, yes and no. I've heard a couple of others. There was a really good one. This dude did it. Um, it might be the same guy actually. Um, I have. I'm literally. I'm just looking at the story for the first time. I haven't read this before, but the song's called Smother. Uh, right. Assumed, <laughs> nice. Which I assume the bot named. Um, if this is the same dude, he did it once before. It might not be the same guy, bearing in mind. Um, he did a Nickelback one and the bot made Nickelback lyrics and he wrote a Nickelback, you know, musically wrote a Nickelback song. Uh-huh applied these lyrics to it and then recorded it doing his best Chad Kroger impression. And it's honestly, it genuinely could be a Nickelback song when, when he's put it to music. Now I haven't heard this. You can hear it on the Loudwire website or well, it's through YouTube. It's Nirvana AI. Well, it's Nirvana.i. It's called Smother. And the guy who made it is a YouTuber called Funk Turkey, whose real name is Kirk Connor. Um, this is an example. Are you always away from your mic at the moment? Uh, I'm just turning my head to see the, the Dave okay. Um, So here's an example of the lyrics. I learned to shoot his gun, truth covered in security, but I think I'm having fun. I'll wear, I'll wear this gazeless stare. And but that, I mean, that second line was literally screen. ripped from another Nirvana song. Well, this is the thing. In the Nickelback one, there was so, uh, something from Photograph in there. Look at this photograph actually appeared in that song because it takes into account, from what I've, I understand, it takes into account structure, sentence structure, structuring, the kinds of language used. And when it's putting that back together, it needs a foundation to, to work from. So now and then it will it will drop a real line in. And then right. it can grammatic, it can uh, structurally match it and things like that. I so I here I don't really understand how it works. This is what I heard when I heard about the Nickelback one. Um, this friend you face to prove I could eat your heart shaped box for food. <laughs> I mean, it's <laughs> it sounds like somebody doing a parody of Nirvana songs. Oh, completely. I mean, meanwhile, the chorus sounding very similar to the about a girl musical structure comes out as he said, I know you're right. Well, I know you're right, isn't a vanity. Yeah. Uh you you never lost control in the pines where in the pines where did you smother me? <laughs> And it, it's like, in the pines isn't a Nirvana song, it's a cover. No, but it's yeah, that's off uh unplugged, isn't it? It's where in did you sleep last night? Song. I think it is Lead Belly, yeah. It's um they call it Where Did You Sleep Last Night, but it the Lead Belly one is called In the Pines because uh, it's it, in fact, it's no different at all. I don't know why the name is different. Mm-mm. Have you heard the original? It's it's like because it's so like I, I find this with a lot of music, especially like super old um, American music. It's got this really haunting quality to it. Like it just sounds like, I mean, obviously, but in your head, you're like, man, these guys sounded dead when they recorded this. 
It sounds yeah, like Led- it's recorded by ghosts. Lead Belly doesn't do... When Cobain did it, of course, he famously screams a lot of it towards the end. Yeah. And oh, it's all like... Do that, but... Yeah, it's it's much softer, the original, from what I understand, isn't it? Yeah. But, yeah, so maybe check that out. I wish we could play it, but I still, I, if I'm honest, I don't know um, the ins and outs of uh, fair use, so I don't know if we could get away with playing a clip. If Probably we not. I can't um, be bothered to play songs anyway. No, that's true. But you I should, would do it if we, if check we were out. if we were doing like we used to do on the radio. I'd be doing it all day, but I'm not mm. chopping bits out because fuck it, fuck yeah, it. To that. So but you should check out that and the Nickelback one is especially fun. Um, so that's that's a nice bit of fun news. Um, we talked last time about uh, Ghosted Side. Yeah, man. You mentioned how they had let their bases go. Who is I want to say Jim Kelly is his name. I might be wrong. It's Jim Not something, sure, isn't it? But, sure. but they let him go. Um, I heard on a podcast today. A podcast. I won't name them because I don't want anyone thinking ill of them. They have agreed, basically, in not in any kind of ill will or anything like that. They were they all sounded kind of a bit down about it when they were talking about it. But they've decided that they're not going to review a Ghost Inside's record mm. because they th- obviously after again it's this the with the Too current much controversy. Yeah, they think that reviewing that after the bassist has just been fired, even though he's issued an apology, completely owned up to it all and whatnot. They think it would be in poor taste personally i would go ahead and say the rest of the band did nothing wrong and that record is fucking great and this is the thing like i mean it's a different issue and everything but it kind of ticks a lot of the same boxes like the lost prophets their vocalist is a fucking dick cunt but the rest of the band in the throat Exactly, but the rest of the band didn't, for all I know, didn't do anything wrong. Definitely not to do with that, but anything wrong as far as I know with anything else. There's no reason why, if he wasn't involved with them, the, there would be any kind of controversy surrounding the band. No, well, they. what's upsetting in that sense is that the, the rest of the band got back together with presumably a new singer, started themselves a new band. Yeah. But no one's ever, cares. never gone anywhere. Exactly. And it's sad because Ian Watkins wasn't the focus of that band anyway. No, Musically, I wish they'd. What I wish is, I wish they'd go back to the first album, re record it either with a different, different singer or, co- or completely different vocals altogether and, and start from scratch doing that kind of stuff because that was fun. Like, yeah, man, the fake sound of progress was a. Shit. Yeah, fake sound of progress was a fun time. Yeah, man, it was cool. And you know what's. Can you imagine, like, imagine a situation where, say, I mean, first band that pops into my head is Zeppelin. So, like, if people found out back in the day, well, that's irrelevant because Zeppelin, actually, it's better with a band that's split up because I'm not casting aspersions on a band that are currently working. (laughs) If people in the 70s had found out that Jimmy Page was a nonce and he was going about fucking kids and he did time for it and Zeppelin split up, you could understand that if... Bonham, Jones, and Plant got back together with a new guitarist. They might not have the same success because Jimmy Page was like chief songwriter. He kind of was uh-huh. Led Zeppelin. He was band leader. In the case of Ian Watkins, 
it shouldn't make any fucking difference. From what I understand, he didn't even write his own lyrics most of the time. It was the guitarist and the bassist that did all the writing. Exactly. So I don't understand how their new band hasn't gone anywhere, but I'm just as much to blame because I don't even know what they're fucking called. It's not like I've ever looked them up and thought, yeah, I'm going to I can't remember, honestly. I've listened to them, but it's like indie sounding, which I wasn't really into. They, sound, well, they started fair, sounding the like few, that towards the end of Lost Profits. That's it. The, the last few Profits records weren't really my bag anyway, to be honest. So I guess maybe that's why it hasn't caught my ear. But the yeah. ghost inside thing, I don't want to go in, like I said, I don't want to go back into the Black Lives Matter thing or uh, uh, anything like that. I just wanted to say that their new record is self-titled, The Ghost Inside. And despite the fact that the now former bassist is on that record, and that means that some people are shying away from reviewing it or uh, advertising it or whatever, I personally don't think the rest of the band should suffer. And just as a musical experience... It's, a it's fucking sick, man. So people should definitely look up. Uh, if you're not familiar with them, um, who would you compare them to? Ghost Inside. Uh, um, I don't... Uh, fucking hell, I had to stop myself then. Um, I, they kind of sound a bit like... Um, Immure to a degree, I guess. They don't have, uh, the, the things that make Emure Emure doesn't that really come... Uh, while she sleeps, they're very like while she sleeps. The like, um, it's funny you mentioned while she sleeps. Uh, there's oh, lock and key, they're kind of that you know, UK hardcore, new modern UK hardcore, yeah, yeah. I mean, are August Burns Red British? I don't think they are, are they? no, they're American because I maybe Canadian, even I don't know. I, no, think, I think American, I think immure. And August Burns Red are probably the only two that spring to mind when I hear Ghost Inside. But maybe not like because musically they sound the same. There's just kind of an atmosphere that's similar. Uh -huh. But yeah, man, they're, they're cool as fuck. And, and you should definitely give them a listen. And I'm sure the bassist will be replaced. And I just hope it doesn't damage their work going forward. I hope. Because they were going they were really good. Fuck me, man. That, that, so if, for anyone who doesn't know, they, they had a bus crash was what, two years ago? Yeah. Uh, and the drummer lost a leg. They haven't he replaced is, the drummer. He is still the fucking drummer. <laughs> He's come back missing a leg. And imagine we're talking about music that's like predominantly double kick work. Um, Jack mentioned to us, didn't he, how how it was done in a group chat. He mentioned what it is they're doing, whether he's triggering things or if he, he is still playing, but he's learned to play with a prosthetic leg or whatever the case may be. Mm. The dude's still the drummer. That new record is excellent. They've gone from strength to strength in the last few years, overcoming all these hurdles. They've hit another hurdle now, and I personally would hate to see them as a as a band suffer um, because people are down on one member of the band who is no longer even a member of the band. So yeah. if you're into that shit, you should definitely check them out. Um, hey mate, feels... yeah, can we talk about the Riot Fest lineup? Because I just looked again and I'm really hard, yeah, for sure, man. Oh, in fact, save that for the main focus because we're talking about festivals, okay? We're talking about downloads, so that's okay. Been nice. Tell me what you've been listening to. Um, what have I been listening to? Uh, today I have been listening to Chris Isaac and um, Alice in Chains. Cool. Not Old together. School. But um <laughs> shot. <laughs> um but yeah, I, I woke up this morning and um Blue da, da, Motel da, da, was in da, da, my head. 
Hotel Woke up this morning. Dun, 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 dun. Hotel is in my head. So put it on my Spotify. Dun, 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 dun. And then I thought I want to listen to Alice in Chains instead. Instead. Good comeback. I like it. Cheers, bro. Um, um, but yeah, he's got like, he's just got a sound, man. And I want to, like, it just makes me think of every kind of spaghetti western ever. It just, I love it. <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah, there's there's a feel to it that's very individual. Yeah. What else have I been listening to this week? I have to look at my Spotify because I just let it go. Basically, um, I I normally I've been doing that a lot with the like I said I, I found on each band you can have like their radio at the bottom and it will be bands that's like them. Mm-hmm. But this week I haven't been. I've been actively looking for for specific things because i'll hear something somewhere and i'm like shit now i want to listen to that or i checked out a couple of new records um it's nice that i did it for fun rather than like for any reason like for this yeah. show or anything like that so yeah I, I mean carry on man i'll, I'll come on to mine when you're done um i'll listen to so this kind of ties into the the festival thing but um John from System was doing quite a lot of talking and he yeah. was talking about um, some stuff he's been doing with other people. Uh, this covers album called uh, the, the the band, I think is called These Grey Men. Um, and yeah, I, I heard something about that somewhere on, I think it was the Guitar Souls because I talked about him recently as a trumpet. Yeah, player. so they do like, it's basically an album of covers um, right. They do like Road to Nowhere and Road to Nowhere, Starman. Um, what I David know, Bowie. yeah, it's really di- every everything is really different. That's the thing. It's not like they just straight up covers. Everything's really different. Street Spirit has drums from the start. It's like oh, I might check that out. What's what's the record called? Uh, the the record's called These Grey Men. So it's just like self titled. It's all it's all that's on the cover is like pictures and these grey men. That's sweet, man. I'm going to check that out. These grey men. Um, so What's his surname? I, John? Uh, Dolman? Do, Dolmayan. So D-O-L-M-A-Y-A-N. Cool. Check that out. These grey um, men. So there was that. Uh, you spoke to me the other day when I was listening to the Smiths. It's not a regular occurrence. Um, I can dig some Johnny Mart as a guitarist. This is it. Every now and again, I'll, I want to listen to him from a musical point of view but it's it's his fucking balladero <laughs> voice that i can't put up with for that long i it's, cannot fucking listen i can to take Morrissey paul voice. young doing it but for some reason morrissey i want to kick his head off morrissey has i've he's because the music has become tainted to me because i know the kind of person he is and his views and, and stuff and how like militantly vegetarian and he's so fucking judgmental of everyone that isn't exactly yeah. like him and i i don't i don't dig his persona and because of that listening to him sit because there's a couple of morrissey solo songs that i quite like and uh our pal michael tune who's a big morrissey fan yeah man um he told me they actually i can't remember the name of the record but they're all all the songs i mentioned to him that i like like for um I think it's called I Have Forgiven You, Jesus. And there's one called First in the Gang. Um, yeah. And a couple of others. They're, they're all from the same record. So I looked into that record, and it's actually a pretty fucking cool record. Other than that, 
I cannot listen to his voice. And to be honest, I can't, I can't listen to that record. Before. I only ever listen to the greatest hits. And like you say, it's, it's Johnny Marr that does everything for me. Yeah, man. He's you as a musician of any kind. He's he's a dude that I think commands respect because he's he's very individual in his approach. And he doesn't even have like a guitar tone. It's like he's one of these guitar because it's because of the sound of the band. He has to change the sound of his guitar for everything. It's always almost always a clean sound, but there's just yeah, very like, clean. I don't when I think of Johnny Marr, I don't think of like ripping solos and driving. No, chords. It's but it's all, all very about tasteful. It's all about like the amount of delay for a particular song is is perfect. Yeah. I'll tell you um, what I didn't dig. What yeah. was that act he did maybe t- 10 or 12 years ago? Were they called the Crips? the Crips? I know the Crips. I wasn't aware he was involved. I, think I don't know. I, this is the thing. I don't, I, don't, I don't know enough about him post-Smiths, really. I, I wasn't a fan of that. But his solo stuff's pretty cool. But he's 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 one of them dudes that you've got to look at his like when you when you listen to his music, just think about what he's playing and how the music's structured and his approach, his phrasing, things like that. It's and like you say, the thought that's gone into the specific sound for that specific song. Yeah. He's he's a dude that plays for the music. There's no showboating. He's he's a very musical dude and yeah, I can understand why you'd listen to the Smiths now. It's not my cup of tea, but I can understand why people like the Smiths. Yeah, man. So, what have you been um, listening to, Fuckface? Oh, man. So I've been listening. So the other day, um, the new, I say the other day, I think it was, it June. was within, within the Sometime last time in yeah, June. I'm sure it was this month. The new Bleed From Within record dropped. Mm-hmm. So I, I thought I'd check that out. And I've never been like it's not like they're they've ever been my favourite band. They wouldn't they wouldn't appear in my top ten, you know what I mean? But they're a band mm-hmm. I like. But that new record, it's called Fracture, is fucking insanely good. Yeah? Yeah, it's awesome. It like, oh man, I'm not kidding. I couldn't turn it off. It's like I was turning up on jobs and thinking, you know, can I just park around the corner so I can hear the end of this song? It's the breakdowns, the riffage, the way it's recorded, the drum sound. It's just fucking outstanding. I was genuinely fucking super impressed listening to that. But the drummer from Bleed From Within, whose name escapes me, he's also the drummer in Silosis. Okay. And listening to Bleed From Within... Um, I, I already knew he was the, the same drummer and I'm, I'm aware of Silosis, but again, they're not a band that I'm a massive fan of, but Spotify uh, suggested Silosis afterwards. And I was like, Oh fucking hell. Of course it's the same drummer. I'll check. Uh, Cause they've just put out a new record like two months ago as well. So I was like, Oh, I'll check that out as well. And that's fucking awesome as well. So I was, I've had a good couple of days listening to some, some cool new stuff. Um, yeah, man. I was keeping up with the times. That bleed from within record is honestly, I think the best. Let me find out exactly when it came out. It just says twenty twenty, so it's got to have been this month because otherwise it would say like the Trivium record specifically says April twenty fourth or whatever. So if that just says twenty twenty, I can. I'm assuming that means 
because it's this month, they haven't put the month on. Mm. Uh, I listened to the new Behemoth EP, which is called The Forest. Now, the first two tracks are two different versions of the same song, which is a Cure cover. Uh, mm-hmm. called called a forest and I, yeah. I have no frame of reference for that because i'm not familiar with the original i and do not... and do you know it's weird um so i was in a band ages ago i think i, sp- I either spoke about it with you or i spoke about it here called diatlas like million years ago yeah 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 i know the name um and so the drummer um I don't know. I don't know what happened. Like how we ended up with this particular drummer. He was a fair enough nice guy, but he he didn't play double pedal, which was something that was kind of a killer. Right. Um, I mean, it's not always they can often drummers can often do enough with the rest of the kit to make it not matter that they only play a single pedal. Um, right. But he he was. Um, he kept talking about the cure and he mentioned that song. So I am familiar with that song from him, like kind of hammering me with it. And then obviously like later on now that I'm a fucking eighties file, I'll be like every now and again, I'll just be like, I'm just going to put the cure on. And that comes on every now and again. Good. So I, I am not like, I know who the cure are. Obviously everyone yeah. fucking knows who the cure and Robert Smith and whatnot. And I've heard cure songs, obviously, but I don't know them enough that I could like, if a, if a Cure song came on the radio, I might be able to pick out that it's the Cure from the sound, but I wouldn't know what song it is or what era or what record or whatever. Yeah. So whether I've heard this song of Forest, I don't know. Maybe I have heard the original, but I certainly don't have a frame of reference where like I know it to recall it from memory and say, and compare it to their version. But if I'm honest, because I had no frame of reference, listening to It kind to of it, has, um, the original kind of sounds a not vocally so much, but like music-wise, it sounds quite a lot like um, "Love Will Tear Us Apart." Oh, okay. So, so it's, it's like it's like floaty kind of eighties sounding. Because I mean, obviously, this is Behemoth, and and his delivery is going to be quite different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I'm honest, as I listened to that EP, um, I didn't know it was a cover. I listened to the EP. And then they talked about it on a podcast just by chance. And they mentioned it was a cover. And I was like, that answers the question. Because why is there two versions of it? You know what I mean? Mm. I didn't understand. But what was really cool, there's only four songs on it. The the first two are the the covers, obviously both are Forest. Yeah. The the third track is called, let me pull that up because it's got a huge, ah, there we go. Shadows of Ear Cast Upon Golgoth. Right. And it's fucking brilliant. Okay. It's awesome. The last song is called Evo. And I mean that's that's not bad. Behemoth, if I've seen Behemoth play, I think twice, and they never really like there's a big elaborate kind of the way the cost your stage costume and and the way they approach the theatrics of the show and things like that. That if I'm honest, I never really buy into. I just want to see people play. Yeah. Um Sometimes, like with Slipknot, you get into it, I suppose, to a degree. But with with the, with the, I guess you'd call it black metal to a degree. It doesn't sound like black metal always with Behemoth, but they've got that look. Mm-hmm. And I don't really buy into that. And I remember in the past, I've heard a lot of their stuff, and it's neither here nor there. Like, yeah, it's good, but I don't. I've never understood why people talk about them being 
as good, you know, as they seem to be. Because it's always just been, well, yeah, I can take it or leave it. That tune, Shadows of Ear, cast upon Golgoth, as soon as that song had finished, I put it on again. It was, <laughs> fuck me, that's good. Well, that's a, that's a glowing fucking report, isn't it? Well, from what I heard, like I say, they talked about it on um, That's Not Metal, but I'd already listened to it at this point, so it was just a coincidence, because it popped up on Spotify, it was suggested, so I, I put it on. And they they say, so that in, obviously we're Keep in 2020. Talking, I'll be back in a minute. Yeah, no worries, man. We're obviously, we're in 2020, and uh, in 2000, and I want to say 2016, Behemoth released a record called The Satanist. Sorry, 2014, they released a record called The Satanist. Now, among all the uh, metal websites, uh, Loudmire, uh, pardon me, Loudwire, Blabbermouth, uh, Metal Sucks, um, Banger TV, uh, Metal Hammer, it, it, all these guys, that's not metal. They, they, at the end of last year, a lot of them collated their own, uh, pardon me, their own lists of the best records of the decade for different genres. And then overall, the best metal release of the entire decade. And The Satanist by Behemoth was, I wouldn't say unanimously, but a lot of these different outlets um, said that The Satanist was the best metal release of the decade. Since then, they've released... Uh, another record in 2018. It was called I Love You at Your Darkest. And when I listened to this EP, if I'm honest, it was, I haven't listened to that record, I Loved You at Your Darkest. Um, when I listened to this EP, it's personally, I'd never heard Behemoth do what, what they're doing on this. Not necessarily stylistically, it's just it was, it was a world apart from my opinion of them in the past. Yeah. The, the Satanist, that was it got all these accolades and was voted by pretty much all these outlets as the best record of the decade at the end of last year. I listened to that a few times, and yeah, it's good, but I could never understand why it was getting accolades like that, the best record of the decade. I thought, nah, not for me. The record they did afterwards, I Love Do It Your Darkest, that's where these songs come from. These were recorded for sessions for that record. Mm -hmm. So here in... Uh, this, uh, I'm just going to call it Shadows, and the the fourth one, Evo, I haven't as yet, but that makes me want to listen to I Loved You at Your Darkest because it makes me think maybe, like in I'm one of those dudes who I always think I'm being a dickhead because whatever band we talk about, I always tend to say I preferred the early stuff. Yeah, Behemoth, it's the other way around. Yeah, they did nothing for me for years, but if this is what they're putting out now, man, I've got to pay more attention because it was fucking. I was honestly, I was gripped. And I've just been so lucky this week because they weren't the only ones. Like I say, there was uh, Bleed From Within, Silosis, um, Behemoth. I listened to, after That's Not Metal talked about it, Panic Machine by Gold Key, which is very, think Muse, but right. heavier. I don't know if heavy is the right word. More raw. It's still very highly produced. Is Matt Bellamy doing solo stuff? Yeah, he put out um, a song called "Tomorrow's World," which is, if if I'm honest, I mean, I'm you know, it's it's nice to listen to, but I just I was fucking bored, start to finish. Mm. Um, it's it's what he's been doing while he's in lockdown. You see, yeah, he's just been recording them at home, from what I understand. So I listened to "After Bleed from Within." While she sleeps was suggested, so I was listening to them. I haven't listened to them in fucking years. I'll be honest. 
I dug it, didn't dig it as much as some of this other stuff I'm talking about, but that that was cool. Uh, I was listening to some old Jeff Loomis, Planes of Oblivion. Mm-hmm. Do you know that record? Uh, I am not it's, familiar it's with it. Instrumental metal. Um, it's all shreddy, widdly stuff, and then big. It's a hard sell for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm, it's not something I listen to often, but when I do, it's a choice for me if I'm listening to instrumental stuff. There's an instrumental playlist that I really like on Spotify, but that's more modern metal. Right. Instrumental Madness, I think it's called. If I want to just listen to some older stuff, it's always going to be Satch, Steve Vai, yeah. or Jeff Loomis for me. Steve and, Vai, 100%. I, I'm, Steve Vai's the one normally my go-to. Things like Gravity Storm and stuff. It's just fucking Sex and Religion, Fire Garden. Bad horsey. I'll tell you what, I, I, I'm, I'm much, he's my favorite. I much prefer Steve Vai to Satriani, but you can't deny Satriani's more tasteful. And Jeff Loomis kind of bridges that gap. He goes crazy with it, but when he wants to be tasteful, he can. They'll do it all in one song. Yeah. So I listened to that. Um, I also listened to Berry Tomorrow. Which, yeah, good bunch. Well, that was because. As we're going to move on to the Download TV thing, they did a, uh, an interview on Download TV. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not overly familiar with them. Um, but the way they were talking and stuff about their approach to playing live and that kind of thing, I was like, oh, okay, so I'll have a listen. I quite dug that. I can't remember. I think the record I listened to was... It was the one with Choke and Better Below on it. So yeah. it's very recent. So They're I kind of a heavier, a day to remember kind of sound to them a lot of the time. Like a more metally, not metally. I don't know. Oh, so the record is actually called Better Below, and it's it's an EP. That's what I listen to. It's only four songs, so that's that's what I listen to by them. I quite liked them. Um, I'll be honest in that. In my very brief experience of them, I think there are other bands that do what they do better. Yeah, if you're only listening to one album as well, there's potential for you having missed some of the the better stuff. It's the newer the newer EP, you say, like so. Yeah, it's just listed as 2020. It's just four tracks. Yeah. But I think I made the mistake of because I'm not particularly familiar with the band. I went on their Spotify, and you know the popular songs, mm. like that are listed at the top. I just played the first track from there, and that led on to. I mean, it's changed order now. Must have had more listens, but oh no, it hasn't. Oh, okay, no. So I listened to Choke, Cannibal, mm-hmm. and Better Below, and The Grey, which are from that EP. Yeah, but I must. I must have listened to a song called Black Flame as well. Don't know I what see, record that's from. I, but, I tend um, to shuffle the the This Is playlists. That's I might do that because it's going to give you a bigger dichotomy of what's yeah. going on, isn't it? You're going to have a bigger cross. Uh, section of of what's happening. I also listened to the new Acacia Strain EP. That this one is called Why. Why? Apparently yeah. they're putting out a record, but I can't understand what's happening unless they've just written fucking tons of material. I don't really get what's going on because this, I think, is the fifth or sixth two track or three track EP that they've dropped mm-hmm. in the last few months, and they're all just named as letters. Yeah, but they've got enough now. That's an album's worth of material they've put out in the last couple of months. Maybe they and want a really long album. It could be, I guess. I mean, but it was good. I enjoyed that a lot. There was a, there's a song on there called One Thousand Painful Stings. And I haven't listened to it yet, but I saw it come up on my suggested. It's good, man. It's good. I enjoyed that. And the the last one 
would be, and I saved this for last because I thought maybe you'd have tried it as well, the first Bulb release, you know, he's putting out. We talked about it last time. Yeah, no, I haven't listened to it yet. To be honest, I haven't had a lot of chance to listen to a lot of stuff since last week just because I was off work last week. So my listening time is when I'm walking usually. Yeah, yeah, of course. Well, I was the same when I had that week off. I hadn't listened to fuck all. Yeah. Um, But yeah, yeah, no, it's on my list now. That's not bad, if I'm honest. It's a good week, man. There's, yeah, I've, I've really I've listened to a whole bunch of stuff. It's been a good time, but that bulb one in particular, um, I didn't listen to the whole thing. I got maybe a third halfway through. And if I'm honest, if you apart from the fact that a lot of them are instrumental, I could you could have told me it's periphery. Yeah, as we talked about. Well, I mean, that's, no, that's not a bad thing at all. I'm not saying that. that I mean, criticism. It came out of Misha writing bulb stuff. Periphery came out of 100%, Misha writing yeah. bulb stuff, so it's going to sound similar, isn't it? Yeah. He writes. Don't get me wrong. He, he writes a lot of the music. He, well, oh, yeah, he, yeah. he writes like basically the basis of everything, doesn't he? And then just kind of like gets everybody else to do their parts. I think like Jake Bowen writes a lot of riffs that will be put in songs. Yeah. But I don't think he's writing full songs. And they were on uh, the download TV the other day. Oh, I miss that. Shit. I think that might have been on the Sunday. But I mean, yeah. this is what well, we'll talk about it in a minute. But I, like a lot. Yeah, no, we'll talk about it. In a minute. It's cool. Well, the, the, all I was going to say about the bulb one is when. Oh, sorry, man. I've got a touch of hay fever, so I'm a bit bunged up. Um, when when you look at periphery, you can you can. You know that Misha's like the lead writer. Yeah. And he's putting these songs together. But you know that Mark Holcomb is writing riffs. You know that um, Jake Bowen is writing riffs. You know that uh, Matt Halpin has an input in... He doesn't literally just play what he's told. He he has an input in that. Yeah, Nolly this... does like all the production and stuff, doesn't he? Yeah, completely. What, this Bulb stuff, if anything... If you know Periphery, if you've listened to enough Periphery, this Bulb stuff, you'll know it's just Misha. Because it's, it's, it's like first more, album stuff. It just seems a lot more lighthearted. Right. Like, there's a song on it called Fucking Fuck. <laughs> uh, there's a song on it called Beta, uh, and, and then brackets, April Fools. And it's one of the few that has vocals on it, and it's Misha himself singing it. And he's just singing an advert for the new Periphery record. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's it, you, it's very light-hearted, and that's I've I've heard Bulb stuff before, but not loads, like very limited. And I remember that's what I liked about the Bulb stuff it, is as much as it was metal, it was very rarely like dark. You know what I mean? So it's yeah, that's that's what I've been listening to anyway. That's been my week, and I think it's been well. An it's a good time. week, man. Worthwhile. So, yeah, but it, my recommendations, you should definitely check out the Bleed From Within record, Fracture. And the Behemoth. Uh, if you think that you might like Behemoth at all, just check out that one track from A Forest, uh, Shadows of... Shadows of... Whatever the fuck that's called. Shadows of something cast upon something else. Check that out, because it's fucking I think brilliant. Gargaroth was involved or something yeah, something like Gorgotha or something like that. But uh, check that one out, that track specifically, I would say. Um, and the new Silosis record, I can't remember what it's called, but the new Silosis record is fucking cool as well. Very dark, that. I th- it kind of appealed to me. I like the slow, dark stuff, whereas Bleed From Within is a lot more upbeat. 
mm-hmm. but, but both equally heavy as fuck. And yeah, I had a good time, man. It's been a good week. Yeah. So moving on, Phil. I yeah, Dave. You're, you're going to take the lead here because you're a, a huge download fan. You have been I to am. download a number of times. I have. But... I think I worked out as um, this year would be my 15th year. Well, we were talking at the weekend because obviously we got together to watch the Saturday night section. Yeah. And um, we were going to film a bunch of stuff for YouTube, but we just ended up getting shit-faced drunk and we forgot about it. But uh, yeah, man, good times. But um, we discussed then the possibility of a few of us going next year. And that would actually, I am ashamed to admit it to a degree because I think of myself as a pretty, you know, out and out metal head. It will be, if we go next year, it will be my first time. I'm not, I think, I've never really been a festival dude. So I think this is your if show. If we now. do have a number of listeners, like maybe more than 10 listeners, we should just constantly bully Dave into starting to put <laughs> it into the layaway scheme for fucking download. <laughs> just keep putting your fucking money away in, or pay for it monthly. I don't care, but I'm sick of Dave not coming to download, essentially, is what I'm I w- saying. I would love to go. Do you know, I even mentioned it to Rach after what you and Catherine were saying. And she, she wasn't down on the idea. She was like reasonably open to it. So I thought, well, this is, that's cool. I'd yeah, feel man. bad going without her. And I don't know if she'd enjoy it. But when I explained to her, like what you'd said about how Catherine doesn't always want to go get involved. So like if they could hang back and we could go get involved. And, yeah. And it's, it's just it, nice. To, I mean, especially on a weekend when it's a nice weather, it doesn't happen yeah. a lot nowadays, but if it's a weekend when it's nice weather, if you're just hanging out on the bank, drinking some beers, eating some fucking noodles, watching some bands. It's just nice. It's just nice. Well, I, I remember specifically you and Catherine told me on Saturday that the fact that she's not particularly into rock and metal, the fact that she wouldn't really know any of the bands other than maybe the headliners, wouldn't really matter because it's about the atmosphere. And yeah, it's nice, man. So, um, yeah, you know, fingers crossed. That'd be cool. But anyway... So this year it was cancelled, yeah, because of fucking the kung flu pandemic. That's apparently Wuhan has now had this massive flare up. So it's going to go on for Wuhan. Fucking, it'll go on for like another fucking eight months now as well. <laughs> um, but because it was cancelled, download decided the the good times will soldier on, and they organised download TV. Yeah. So Phil, uh, over to you. Tell us about Download TV. Well, it was like... Did you hear my fart just then? No, I didn't. Oh, shit. That I was too busy to... coughing. Oh. We're real professional. Um, <laughs> so it was like three days, and it was split into kind of like several platforms. So the daytime was all on um, Facebook and uh, I think Twitter. Yeah, I saw Twitch. something about Twitch, yeah. Um and then the evening was download TV on YouTube, which was just a live stream of um, previous recordings, uh, interviews, previous live performances from download. So, I mean, to be fair, 80% of the stuff on there I'd seen anyway because I was at the gig. But it was nice to just kind of, 
I mean, especially Saturday when we were, I mean, the intention had been, had the weather been better, or at least had the forecast been better, um, I was planning on putting it on the big screen in the back garden. Yeah, man. Um, and having like a, a bit of a kind of like socially distanced festival of our own. But that the the BBC lied to us and told us that it was going to be shitty weather all weekend. Yeah, and then it turned out to be fucking twenty degrees. Fucking glorious, wasn't it? Son of a bitch. But yeah, it was um it was nice, especially on the Saturday when you came round, because it was like it felt like I don't know, felt like we were experiencing something. And yeah, during nice the day, it was, it was social. Watching it, being there, I imagine, is very social. Yeah, man. And you get talked to randos all day. Oh yeah, man. But, but being you will be in fucking it. seventh heaven. <laughs> what are you trying to say? I'm saying you talk a lot of shit. Fucking right. Um, but yeah, like the daytime was like, it was nice to kind of so th- like the first the first thing on the first day was that um, doom yoga, doom yoga, yeah. Um, and it I was really just essentially yoga. That. It was just yoga. I mean, it's still the 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 Facebook stuff. The videos are still on there. If you go into the download oh, festival, shit, yeah. and then if you go into videos, they're they're still on there. They're oh, all I'm going to watch that. Yeah, you man. know when when I looked at the listings, and on Friday, I I actually wasn't at work, but I. I, for some reason, I can't remember why, during the day, I had a hard time finding five minutes to go on. So it was literally like five minutes here and there. But yeah. I missed the doom yoga, and that was the bit that I was really intrigued about. I mean, it was essentially just yoga with droning in the background. It wasn't like super doomy. It wasn't like fucking... I, I don't know. It, was, it wasn't like uh, Jezu or something like that. It was just... there was a drone, constant kind of mellow drone in the background. I thought it was going to be yoga performed to neuroses. That would would have been mint. No, but I mean, it was, you know, just something, it was, it was a nice different kind of like mindful thing to have in the morning. Everything was pretty chilled out during the days. So that, that was happening. There was, um, oh, there was this Australian chef guy. Did I, I showed you him, didn't I? (laughs) Yeah. yeah, he was funny. He was fucking awesome. Um, what was it called? Na- what Nat- was his name? Something Nat's what I think. Uh, no, that's Nat- what I reckon. Nat's what I reckon. That's him. Yeah, man, you should check yeah. him out on YouTube. He Nat's was a, he I was reckon. a fucking top funny. guy. Um, oh, fuck. I think he's one of he's one of our fucking highlights of the weekend. Yeah, when he nearly he set was... himself on fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, it's like uh, you get your tomatoes, you squeeze them out, and you fuck the seeds off. <laughs> The seeds, you fuck them off. <laughs> yeah, man, top guy. He poured, was it vodka? He pours a load of vodka. Yeah, into the um, into the this pan. wok, and he's gonna fry it up, and he throws it in, and he even looks at the camera and says something like, "What does he say? Like, is that too much? This is gonna fucking explode." And then he puts it. On he the he just goes, "Yeah, don't, fuck! don't fucking do that." <laughs> <laughs> fuck, and it replays it like three times. Because <laughs> it's when yeah, it keeps slowing things down and putting metal. the death. Death grown over the top. Summon the flames when he turns the oven on. Yeah, just hand in front of the camera. Summon the flames. Yeah, put this charcoal good. in it. This activated charcoal because that's dark as fuck. <laughs> How do you activate charcoal? Oh, it Ring it up. Be like, hey, I need to activate my charcoal. <laughs> top guy. But yeah, he that was, was that was man. some fun shit, man. Um, there was, I mean, there, there was. Oh, do you know what? Um, the first thing I watched before anything uh, else, or the first thing that I properly watched, the first band that I watched, should I say, um, yeah. 
This would Black have been Friday Futures. night. Yeah, fr no, Friday morning. Um, oh, they, they had music. I didn't see. Yeah, during music, during the day there was like little um, lockdown performances. Oh, I didn't see them. Um, Shit. But like I say, they're all still on there, so you can check them all out. But uh, Black Futures, I'd never really listened to them before. They're a two piece, or at least they were in, in a two piece. They were playing, um, and it's kind of like. Oh, how to explain? It's, it's like electronically infused rocky punk stuff, and it was good. It was. It was. That it makes was me think pitch shifter. More mellow than pitch shifter, but definitely that kind of vibe. Yeah. Cool. Um. But yeah, really enjoyed that. Um. There was all like performances from throughout the years of download from two thousand and three up until last year. Yeah. Uh, so what what performances? I guess it makes some logical sense to kind of go through day by day. What what Friday night? What stood out? What was some fun points? So which one was Friday? I let me get them up. Hang on. Uh, I, have, I have trouble getting it up. <laughs> well, I'm tired, you know, and I've got a lot on my mind. <laughs> Happens to a lot of men my age. That's what they say. We are talking about. Internet connections, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. directions. It's, it is that big a deal. It doesn't happen to everyone, and it's not that common. <laughs> um, so, I knew it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, man, you know, friends, I love you. Yeah, um, so the Friday night was Kisses Night. Yeah. Um, um, so that would be, I guess... Because download, to my knowledge, again, it's not like I've been there, but from what I understand, their their days on the main stage, at least, are divided to a degree, like a, loose. Yeah, they'll, they'll, into, they'll kind of genreize them a little. Yeah, so if Kiss were on, that would have been like, you know, classic rock quote unquote, the classic rock day, yeah. Yeah. And um, did, did they stick to that with the TV element? Was it more classic rock on Friday night? Because I, I missed it Friday night. Um. To a degree, um, I can't find the actual lineup anymore. Um, download TV, uh, lineup's not the word I'm looking for. Schedule, schedule, Do, 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 do. I've got Forest by System stuck in my head. It's a good song, why From not? Toxicity, it's my favourite uh, track the system ever did. And I don't know why, I haven't heard it in fuck knows how long. It's been years since I've heard that song. And it's just so um, I think War's my favourite. From That's from the first record, isn't it? Yeah. I like uh, Soil from that record, the one where it goes into it. I think it's a 7-8. Beat. What's it got like? Can't get it in the top of my head. Oh god! Can't, off the top of my head, I can't think now because I've just got Forest spinning around with Swede. Um. Do, 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 I don't know if Wayne's going to edit this down because we just we just got a bunch yeah, of dead. Air. There's a lot of breaks going on. Um. Yeah, I can't find the fucking lineups, but yeah. I, I know that Kiss was 
Kiss was the first night, Iron Maiden was the second night, and System was the third night. Yeah, you see that to a degree. Does that mean there were kind of two classic rock nights this year? Um, because Kiss guess, and Maiden. See, I don't know, like how they differentiate because Iron Maiden and Kiss are very different bands. Kiss is more classic yeah. rock. Iron Maiden is more classic metal, but is now a classic rock band anyway, regardless. Do you know, while you carry on talking about Friday night, if you have anything to say, I'm going to find the 2020 lineup as it would have been. Actually, do you know what? I fucking recorded it, so I'm going to quickly skip through the recordings and see if I can figure out what the shit I did. So Friday was the 12th, wasn't it? 2020. So Kiss. Okay, so Friday would have been Deftones night too. Yeah. Uh, Frank Carter and the Rattlesnakes, who I am a fan of. I quite like them. Black Veil Brides, The Offspring. uh, Where are you seeing this? 2020 lineup. Uh, not this is as it would have been. All oh, right, okay. This, not necessarily for download TV, but on Friday night, this would have been the Friday night main stage lineup. Um, fucking iPads. Uh, when you do yeah, a Google image search one, on yeah. an iPad now, if you click on an image, instead of going full screen, it just fucking throws it up slightly bigger on the right hand side, and there's no fucking zoom. Gay. I'm not sure if that's acceptable uh, pros anymore. I'm not sure. I give a fuck. Fair play. Right. Okay. So, what do we have here? Fuck's sake. So, so there must have been some Deftones on there because they were apart, like they were second only to Kiss in the lineup. So I'd imagine there would have Deftones been Deftones were either on Deftones. Saturday or Sunday. No, they were Friday. No, they dark. weren't. They were on either TV, Saturday though, or Sunday. hundred well, percent Sunday. Sunday, Sunday. I didn't see them. So yeah, no, they were. Sunday. They were Sunday. I'm sure they were like, um, just before system. Um, that so, should have been corn on the original. Yeah, one. I don't know if it like relates at all. On but, Sunday, did you get any Volbeat? Uh, there was. Yeah, 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 yeah. There was. Yeah, they were third build on the Sunday on the main stage, and I I cannot stress enough how fucking awful I think they are. Really, I thought I they were all right. I, do you know it's his voice to me? He's is he German? I think they're Swedish. I could be wrong. I think they're Swedish, but um, because um, when he's talking, you can tell he's obviously um European. Uh, yeah, and then when. He's singing. He sounds like Elvis or something. Or like he's got one of those. Kind of everybody in America has like, um, yeah, Blackstone Cherry, and everybody does that voice. Yeah, but it's like we were saying about Matt Heafy. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, that operatic. So it's a performer's voice. Bands that stood out. Um, I mean, for various reasons, uh, uh, Lacuna Coil. They stood out. They were pretty good. I don't even see them on the lineup. They must have been on a... I mean, they, they might have just been on, like, it might have just been for the sake of... Um, oh, for, yeah, that's, TV. yeah, of course, because there was, there was some, like, on the Saturday, one of my favourite things we we saw on Saturday was Loathe. Yeah. And I don't think they're on the lineup this year. I feel like they 
either were on one of the lower stages. Weren't, yeah, they weren't main stage at least. I think they but... might have been on one of the lower stages because um, I feel like I commented on that to my friends because, oh, I mean, I'm, I say it quite a lot because it's kind of like a claim to fame these days, but they, um, we've played with them like yeah, three times. Yeah, you played with them quite a lot, don't you? But so I don't know what the second stage... You've got, you've got the main stage, the second stage. Can you Can you approach the mic, please, sir? Sorry, man. The, you've got the the main stage, then the second stage, and then it's because this fuck it, you can't zoom on this fucking iPad. Um, <laughs> the stage that Funeral for a Friend were headlining on the Saturday yeah. is like the third stage, and it's the something stage sponsored by something. And the, it, the, it's the image is so fucking small on this iPad, I can't read that. Right. Loathe are like fifth on the bill. Okay. On the Saturday, on that stage, so they right. were they were on a small stage, quite low in the bill, but they still got a huge section of the TV spot. Yeah, on man. Saturday night, which which is really cool that it wasn't just about fucking Iron Maiden, Alterbridge, and Gazira. yeah, check that out. Um, I mean, I'd have know, been down with that, but it's cool that they did. They they kind of looked through the lineup. A lot of a lot of the. Um... The people that I liked, like, were giving interviews, but I wasn't so personally fussed for the the bands. Like, I don't absolutely hate Motionless in White, but a lot of what they're doing is kind of taking elements of, like, obviously the singer is visually very Marilyn Manson. The sound is yeah. kind of like modern, new metal. They've got a... I don't know, like, like almost he has like almost a Davy Havoc kind of um, AFI vibe to him as well. But when he was giving his interview, he just seemed like a really decent dude. So there's an androgynous look that goes with it, isn't there? That's yeah, um, like asexual to a degree. Yeah, but, but still gothy. Yeah, and he was giving the interview like completely out of makeup, you, you know, as you would expect. And he's yeah, he's just like a normal guy, just yeah, like a nice, very much nice a stage guy. persona. Yeah, well, it's the same as Behemoth. I can't remember the the singer Nurgle. Is it? Is that, that sounds that? right. Um, he was a judge on the Nor. Are they Norwegian or Sweden? What again? European. I can't remember what country. He was a judge on the Voice in that country. Yeah, just normal looking dude, you know. And of course he is. It's, he doesn't eat his breakfast dressed like a demon. Some it's, people do that. Do you know? Um, and I don't know how true it is. Thrown are well into Satan. So we used to play, I was in a band a million years ago called Fake, and we used to play with this band called Torso Horse quite regularly from Bridlington. Torso Horse. Do you know the I, most, the, I'm, I'm going to feel like I'm being a dick now because I am. But the guy had a lisp as well. So whenever they were announcing the band's name, he'd be... Oh, oh, yeah, that's it, that's it. But, like... <laughs> I feel horrible laughing. So do you remember back in the... <laughs> you remember back in the oh, day, like, um, there used to be... Oh, uh, chat rooms I'm used to be a thing. <laughs> oh, by the way, you mentioned... I fucked up a minute ago. I said the main stage was Kiss, Deftones, Frank Carter and Rattlesnakes. Black Veil Brides, The Offspring, Distillers. I, I fucked up. The second stage on the Friday was The Offspring and The Distillers. Um, and you said Lacuna Coil. They were fourth build on the right. second stage okay. on Friday. Um, but yeah, you know when chat rooms were a thing? Yeah, man. 
Oh, sorry. So, I was just laughing at the list, but I didn't realise that story hasn't finished. No. Uh, so we were having... Because uh, we were previously talking about people eating fucking shreddies in their fucking goth makeup. Yeah. So we were, uh, they used to have their own, like... Um, chat room like dedicated because bands used to have on their websites like slipknot had one that was quite infamous like they used to have chat rooms within their websites so you go to the band's website and you'd have a chat room with people who were of a similar frame of mind yeah and like the band um and we used to troll the shit out of them go on their chat rooms and pretend to be like uh, little teeny boppers and just like ask them random questions. Like, are you sat there in your um, corpse makeup, corpse makeup, and all that shit? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> and I someone believe him. Comedy, someone did a comedy uh, skit like that. It might have been on an advert. So some black metal dude just. Uh, I just remember a, like a sketch where this black metal dude with this, you know, the classic, the straight black yeah. hair, corpse makeup. But he's wearing his dressing Looking gown. Looking like death. And then, yeah, and, but he's just wearing his dressing gown in his house, stroking his dog. And then in the next scene, he's, he's always got the makeup and the hair. In the next scene, he's just wearing like shorts and a T-shirt. He's on the beach and <laughs> shit like that. But he always had the makeup and the hair. I can't remember what it was from. It might have been an advert. Um, One, you were asking about like standout performances. Another yeah, sorry, one man. from the Friday was... um, So Steel Panther did a cover of... um. Um, is it called I Love It Loud by Kiss? Loud, I want to hear it loud right between the eyes. Yeah, honestly, honestly, I don't know. Um, but yeah, they did a cover of that. Um, I don't know if it was live or well, I don't think it was like live, live, but I don't know if they recorded it at the same time or whether they recorded their individual parts. I presume they probably did, right but it's on. a really good cover though. Um, nails it. I mean, th they always do good covers. They always sound more or less exactly like they're supposed to. Like I, I remember they did um, a cover Sorry, of Crazy Train. A, a plate down, and he was, no, he was asking me where to put it. They always did a, a cover of. Uh, they did a cover of Crazy Train for uh, a tour or two. Yeah, um, and they did a really good impression of Ozzy Osbourne. He did like yeah. he had all he, his he mannerisms down like and everything, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah, and I was Satchel, like, man, the thing it. is, Satchel can can genuinely play all that stuff, so yeah, it man. sounds good, but you know they're having fun with it too. Yeah, man, I'd fucking love to see a Panther show. Oh man, they play Download regularly; they're really good. Steel Panther was fun. Um, did, did you see any Offspring on the Friday night? Was there any Offspring on? They were on one of the nights. I'm not sure if it was the Friday night. I don't think it was. I think that might have been the Sunday as well. I think there was a lot of good stuff on the Sunday, to be fair. Um, overall... Uh, the Biffy show, because I didn't see Biffy when they played. Biffy were great. Overall, because um, we should we should move on to the, the next day, given that this is the first time it had happened... Oh, Frank and, Carter and Deftones, they were on the, the Sunday a bit as well. Yeah, they were on the lineup for Friday, but, they, but on the TV they on were the on the Sunday, weren't they? Uh, no, uh, uh, that's what I was just saying. They were on the Friday a bit. I'm not sure that they were, I feel like they were on, unless maybe, I've, it could be that I'm just getting them all mashed up together because I did spend a lot of the weekend drunk. Not going to lie. Nothing wrong with that. But as your first experience of this kind of thing, Friday being the literal first experience as well, you know, first day, how did yeah. you, how did you, 
like obviously we, we you we watched Saturday and you paid attention like all weekend to all of it. But on Friday, how did you? What were your initial uh, impressions of, of um, its organisation? You know how how well thought out it was its execution. What? How do you think it went? I mean, it was smooth. I feel like people maybe it wasn't really well um advertised exactly what was going to be happening because the common theme in the thread of uh messages on the right hand side of the screen is like what the fuck is this what am i watching why is there a fucking person doing yoga why am i watching the guy cooking shit i saw a lot of that during the um the Saturday morning workout one. I can't remember what that yeah. one was called. It's like, why, why but am I watching? All the, when, when's the fucking music going to start? And, yeah. and I was like, I mean, there's a lineup, there's a schedule. You can go to it and have a look. Ex- that's exactly what I thought. No one's hiding it from you. Why would you even, if you don't want to see this, that's clearly advertised as like the heavy metal workout or whatever, why are you fucking watching it and then complaining yeah. about it in the chat box? Cause some people be dicks in it. So Saturday then, Saturday daytime, I actually did watch quite a bit. That's where I saw the Berry Tomorrow interview. Yeah. And uh, I enjoyed that because, like I say, they're a band I'm not awfully familiar with, but they were talking about their experiences of download. Um, they're like favorite download memories. Uh, and they were talking about how the first time they played, they were on one stage. Second time, they were very early on the main stage and things like that. And it was it was just nice to hear it from from the other side because you know like obviously i've never been but you've told me about it a bunch of times i've got a bunch of other friends that have been a hundred times and it was nice to hear it from a, a band point of view um even more so from a band that are without it wanting i don't want it to sound like i'm like an insult in any way but they're they're kind of a small band they're not maiden they're not headlining no. the main stage. So it's nice to hear their point of view on it. Yeah, man. Um, I quite enjoyed the daytime stuff on Saturday, but if I'm honest, yeah. I did I did keep tuning out. If something came on, yeah, that I wasn't, it was that nice I as kind of it. like background noise, I think. Mm. Um, Very much. But the, the Saturday night stuff that we watched together, two, my two standouts personally, like I said, Loathe, we saw... Yeah pretty much a full set from them they seem to be on for a long time the way i remember yeah i, I think it was like at least three or four songs yeah and, so uh, i was shit-faced and, and kadeem like was actually like kadeem did like a little kind of lead into it as well the singer he was like yeah. saying like everybody stay safe and stuff like keep keeping with the whole covid 19 theme and ting which yeah makes sense I mean, he's such a good front man though TV. like he's just got bags of swag yeah, you looked it. Where that that like I say, that was that was that was a standout thing for me. And the other one, Maiden were obviously good, and it was shit. It wasn't just one Maiden performance they put on; it was different songs. No, from different that's years. I, that's what I quite liked as well. Because I mean, I think I've been every year that Maiden have played. Uh, to be fair, I, I think nice some of them put them up between. So yeah, I there think, was Rock in Rio and stuff as well, wasn't there? I don't know about Rock in Rio, but I got the impression some of them were pre-download. I think there was some Monsters of Rock footage yeah. and stuff. Um, I think Rock and Rio really predates enjoyed. download anyway, doesn't it? That was like 1999 or 2000. Wasn't yeah, it? but but Monsters of Rock became Ozfest, which became download. You know what I mean? So it yeah. was like the same stage, the same. It was still at Donington Park and whatnot. Yeah. Um, 
But the other one, Gavin Rossdale's interview, and then he played Swallowed, mm-hmm. which I really enjoyed that. His interview was very laid back. And when he played Swallowed, it was weird because he didn't do it acoustic. It, it, he did it plugged in and he had exactly the same guitar tone from the record and everything just without any of the other instrumentation. And uh, I thought that was good. I enjoyed that. Yeah. Saturday night I, was, uh, was a blast, actually. It's I really, nice I, I had a really good time. Well, even if, like, regardless of the fact whether you're there or not, it's nice to see them from a multi-camera view when you're not concentrating on looking at the ants on the stage. If you sat at the back, you're like, you, you're actually seeing close-up getting on the stage and, and seeing what people are doing. You see, that's my only experience of download because I've only ever seen it on video. Yeah. Um, well, that I mean, sometimes I am stood watching the screen, which I don't know. I In my head, I'm like, why am I watching a TV when I could be at home watching a TV? Yeah. But, but then the other side of me is like, you know, I'm hearing the experience. The experience is the important thing. It doesn't... Oh, 100%. The, I love the music. And I would always, I've said this to Catherine a hundred times, I'd rather be anywhere listening to music than anywhere else not listening to music. If yeah, I, if I yeah. can be in a field with a hundred thousand sweaty moshers, I'm infinitely happier than pretty much anywhere else I could be on earth. You see, to me, I mean, I, obviously I, I, I've reiterated it like a hundred times. I, I haven't been to download, but I've been oh, to really? more. No, no, never. But I've been to more <laughs> gigs than I can count. I've I've been to club gigs, arena shows. I've seen some huge bands, uh, big tours and whatnot. And if I'm honest, one of the main things I like about it, the music's the first attraction, the band seeing them play that live. That's the first attraction. But when I'm there, what I really buzz off is just it, it, the atmosphere. Like you say, you, like even in the MEN, there's I think 14,000, 15,000 like-minded people you're all there for the same reason i i buzz on that and i imagine downloads just that amplified by a hundred you know yeah well it's a full weekend of just everyone that's there all weekend like-minded you're all into the same stuff there might be some bands you you are not both into or whatever any given two people but you could say i mean you could say that about any concert any any festival couldn't you you could kind of have that theory about any festival but it's not the case with every festival like i can go to other festivals and be like yeah that was a good time like when i go to riot fest when i go to leeds fest they're two prime examples like leeds fest is a a completely different festival to what it used to be i dislike it intrinsically now it's not i mean music aside the atmosphere there is bollocks really yeah, it's fucking awful, man. It's a bunch of kids getting pilled off the fucking heads now. But um, Riot Fest is a different kind of festival. Again, it's it's more spaced out. It's not as busy. It's in the middle of a city. Not in the middle of a city, but it's a Douglas Park, which is a park in the middle of a city. Um, and everybody is into everything. I'll talk about it in a minute, but the lineup is so diverse, you don't get as many... It's not like... 100% metal fans you go to download and it sounded really cliche I guess if you've not been 
but they constantly talk about like how it feels like a family. It feels like you're going home, and it really you've does. said that to me a hundred times. How like you when you're there, you feel like you're at home. Yeah, man. It's just uh, even from the first two years I, I went, I used to go with my friend Lee, and he's kind of moved on from that kind of scene. I think. <clears throat> um, I mean, he's still into heavy music, but very different to what he used to be. Um, and the atmosphere, like from the start, you know, you talk you talk to randos, but it's a different it's a different thing. Like you, you just feel like everybody's there for the right reasons, and everybody's your friend. You feel like if you that's fall over, you can get man. picked straight back up again. It's just that's it's what a I'm great saying. Thing, man. I get that at arena shows and club shows and stuff, and I can only imagine that download is is that amplified, yeah, exponentially because. The longer you're there, the more you'll feel like that. So it's not even like it's this times 10. The longer you're there, the more that feeling will increase, I imagine. It's, yeah. And that's that's me saying that without Having experience. Exactly. It's There's just, just no – like, you don't get any of those – in any other scene, I feel there's a lot of potential for a massive amount of dickheads. Like if, Yeah. If you like, oh, for fuck's sake, to, to, to speak about something very current, those fucking raves that happened where a, a lass got raped, three people got stabbed, and a guy died from a fucking overdose in a rave during Fuck fucking me. lockdown. What I a mean, fucking arsehole fest. Not to take away from the fact that people have died and been raped and stabbed, but what the fuck were you thinking? Exactly. I mean, who's having a good time at that? If that shit's happening, because exactly. surely, surely you're on edge. Like, I, yeah, man, I've been, I've been to. I, I don't know. I'm not going to use that example because it feels like I'm generalizing on a certain music, and I'm not. But I've been to gigs where I've felt on edge the whole time because I'm surrounded by people that I don't feel like I can trust. And um, you yeah. know, I've, I've never, I've never had anything stolen from me out of my pocket and a metal gig but i have in other circumstances in life people like you can go into a pub and get stuff stolen from you but i feel like there's there's something about the metal community that just it's different man i have it's to a agree good place, man. it's a very inclusive uh culture and society um it's a very I, I can't think of the word offhand. It's a very, um, like where no one is, it's un, It's the opposite of judgmental. I can't think what yeah. the word is. People it's, aren't looking at you thinking, what shoes are you wearing? Oh, you yeah. listen to that band. Oh, you, you're too thin, too fat too tall, too short. People are just there for the same reason. They just want to listen to good bands. The, the crazy thing is, from the outside, it actually looks very exclusive. Like, it Yeah, looks, everyone's... It looks, there's a... There's a, very, there's a. I mean, not to kind of dip too far back into it, but I wish the metal community had kind of broadened its... Um, whoa. Okay. Um, I wish the metal community had kind of like expand its uh, <laughs> its um, color scheme, if you get what I mean. Yeah, like it's, all, it's, black it's a, all day. The clothes are all black. The people are all white. Yeah. There's a very. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 predominantly white 
men. And yeah, very much, very much. It can only be a good thing if that expands. To be fair, I mean, that's it's not true. Like, it's not like to a degree. I yeah, I don't think that metal is trying to not be inclusive of that. I think. Oh no, not people from certain backgrounds don't necessarily want to come and try being into metal or aren't interested in yeah. it. You know, I mean, it's. I think it's it's more now than ever before. It's there's an element of diversity in metal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like, get, that's um, it. It's getting more more diverse all the time. It, but I think there was a time where if you saw a metal band with a say a black dude in the band, that it would, was a thing. The band would stand out because yeah, they're, they they're not the band that did that song. They become the band with the black dude. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I don't think that's the case now. No, I don't think exactly. that's been the case for 15, 20 years. To be honest, no. Well, but, that's it. Like when when Howard started singing for Killswitch, I didn't yeah, really man. think of it particularly as a thing. Um, Kadeem, who sings for Loth, he's Loth, black, yeah. um, and then, but it's I mean, not like a thing that it's, it's not like you say it's not the 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 focal point of why you think of like I, he he's just a fucking cool dude. He looks awesome yeah. on stage and he sounds awesome. See, I that's all there is to it. The two that I remember people specifically saying, like, like I said, the band with the black dude, or in the case of one, the, the new guy's black, is when Derek joined Sepultura. Yeah. It was like, oh, they, they haven't got a new singer. There's a black dude replaced Max Cavalera. And it's like, mm -hmm. but he was fucking awesome at his job. It shouldn't matter whether he's black, white, or fucking green. And Skindred, purely because Benji's a fucking G. He did yeah, a like Benji, he did a bit on the I think it was on the Friday or the Saturday on the daytime. Oh man, I I didn't see much of the like I saw the odd five minutes here and there. Saturday I watched quite a bit. Sunday was it Friday or Sunday? Yeah, Friday I watched like the odd, literally tiny snippets. Didn't see anything from the night time. Yeah. Well, like I say, it's still all up there. Just skip your way through it to something interesting. If well, you want. I kind of purposely avoided the nighttime stuff because I know you were recording the whole thing. Yeah, um, yeah. So we're going to get now. a chance to watch that like with an atmosphere, you know. Iron so, Maiden got like, oh god, I don't know how long they've. I've been watching it for like ten minutes or something like that, and they've still got like an hour and twenty minutes left. So they got like a full headline set, and I. I was shit-faced at the point that they came on. And it, it's funny because it felt to me like watching Loathe, I felt like I'd watched a full set. But Iron Maiden, I, thought, I felt like it that was a 15-minute... Yeah, no. You know, no, they had uh, plenty of time, man. Montage. But... Oh, no, hang on. I did uh, I did leave it over-recording for a while. So, yeah, they, pro they probably got like 40 minutes, 30, 40 minutes still. So, like, I can go back and watch the daytime stuff, which I'll probably do, but I yeah. I know Sunday I literally didn't get a chance to watch any of it. But I kind of purposely avoided the nighttime stuff because I think if I was just sitting watching it on my iPad, if I'm honest, I it think It takes I'd get away bored. the grandiose. Yeah, completely. Yeah. And I'd oh, be it's... doing it on my own. I can't get excited about it with anyone. I'd feel like a loser just sitting watching it on my iPad on my own drinking. You know what I mean? So, I... I avoided that on purpose because I knew you were recording it. And I think yeah. when we get a chance to get together and I watch, think if you this, said something about editing it into one. Yeah. I'm going to try and get it and then, and then do like a back screen thing, thing. Like I was going to say, See, I'll go into it blind. So I'll, I'll genuinely like, I'll enjoy the bits I enjoy. I'll ignore the bits I'll ignore. I, I just think I, so like I intentionally 
miss the nighttime. But now I know I can go back and watch the daytime. I think I'll definitely do that because I, the daytime stuff to a degree sounds like it was a bit more interesting, a bit more varied. Yeah, it it was just the the weird little things, I guess, because the evening was just interviews and music, interviews and music, which is fine. Yeah. It was still good and it's what i was expecting from the rest of the day but it's nice that there was like some random shit on there like like say like the yoga and the cooking and the workouts when, when you um edit the nighttime stuff together are you gonna like keep it to just performances or are you gonna put some of the interviews and shit in as well uh, i'm not sure yet i think we we can we can talk about there'll that be a few, one, there'll be a few it? hours worth of material there surely yeah even from music there's a few hours worth yeah That'll be good, man. So um, I guess moving on to Sunday, more of the same during the day. Any standouts? What was, what was the big thing Sunday? What, Sunday what did evening. you enjoy? Um, uh, all day. What? Anything about Sunday that's you know sticks in the mind? So what was there? On and Sunday? after that, I guess finally, your thoughts on the whole thing. Obviously, you couldn't be there. Oh, there was the, the circus of horrors thing. That was pretty fun. Um, like, uh, so they the, the do like a circus of horrors on one of the stages. Um, so they'll, it's just like, it's kind of like a Rocky horror rock show type thing with right. like a sword swallower and stuff like that. But that was pretty fun to watch. Cool. Had, um, you know, like the, the wall of death. Yeah. On the, the motorbikes. motorbike. Yeah. Yeah. They have a globe of death. So it's like I've a, seen that, yeah. a, a cage where they're all just like rattling around inside. So that was pretty fun. Um, and dangerous. And then fuck. like sexy metaled up ladies doing kind of burlesque type stuff. That's fun always. Um, they had um, like a couple of kind of daytime performances and stuff. Uh, milk teeth actually kind of like featured throughout the weekend so there was like um the first day i think there was a drum uh, like he was doing a drum through of one of their songs i think the second day the guitarist did a playthrough or, or at least did a, a tutorial of how to play one of the songs and then on the sunday they were playing one of the songs live ish i'm not mm. sure no it can't be live because uh, the singer was playing bass but not in the who same was that image. sorry uh, milk teeth they're oh, kind of yeah yeah punky yeah. hardcore type stuff but yeah. yeah that was good um i'll tell you what i did see that stood out that i didn't make this was on the was it friday or saturday that yeah. uh sophie guitar thing Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. That's it. That's one of the things that I missed during the day. I'm going to go back and re-record. Oh man, she could. She's play shreddy as fuck, man. She like definitely a had a motherfucker. Shreddy. And she was, she was just going through like um, different bands that were playing over the whole weekend. She was just playing a snippet from like one or two songs by them, and it was just a big medley, instrumental medley, where she was fucking shredding the fuck out of it. She can play like a cunt it was awesome. well that's it some of it wasn't even like some of it she was just playing like the vocal melody line but then a lot of it she wasn't even playing anything that was part of the song she was just playing like a Shredding solo in backing. the key exactly yeah um yeah she, she knows put a lot shit. of the hooks even into her solos though she would put a hook from the song yeah. into her solo you know what I mean? like when she played uh she did the trooper 
and she did that whole but then she went super high and played it as a harmony and shredded like all over it but it, it you could still hear that hook was in there you know what I mean? but she could play like a motherfucker it was she that that was one of the standouts for me um, just as a brief two minute thing that i happened to stumble yeah. on you know it's, that's always so, uh, i mean that's the thing in the festival itself like if you're not listening to anything else if there's not a band on the main two stages that you want to see and there's nothing particularly in the rest of the festival that you know you have a wander around um and you find new stuff all the time just like random little things like you might stumble into a tent and watch some wrestling or you might stumble into another yeah. tent and there'll be like like Tesseract might be doing an acoustic version or a instrumental version of, of the first EP or something random. That sounds pretty yeah, man. cool. Um, so what were your impressions like over the whole weekend? What did you take away? Good times. Yeah, it was, it was Bad nice. It was nice to have something to kind of fill the void. Yeah. And you know, it's kind of like bookend the, the, the whole kind of download thing with, I think it was a they really cancelled good early on, like oh yeah, yeah, it's like February something like yeah. that, wasn't it? But I think it was a really smart move on their behalf to cancel, thinking you know even if we can go ahead at this point, there will still be restrictions in place that mean it's going to be such an organisation like the logistics involved in keeping people distant, refunding half because you can only have half the attendees. Yeah, uh, making sure that the bands are still even like happy to play under those circumstances. It would have been a fucking logistical nightmare. Yeah. So I think they showed a lot of foresight, and it was a really good idea on behalf of the organisers to put something in place that meant we're cancelling, but download is about more than than that weekend. Yeah, being there in person, I think it was really cool that like you can't come to download, so we'll bring download to you. Yeah, man. You I mean, know? the Sunday was was possibly my favorite day. I'm not sure, but it was. It felt like it was a longer thing. They started at seven every day, apart from on the Sunday. They started at four o'clock. Oh, cool! Or half past four or something. Um, and like. The bands, I mean, there was baby, baby metal is kind of like a bit of a, a gimmick, but mm. it's so much fun. Like when you're there watching it, it's it's like you're watching it and you're starting thinking, what am I watching? I mean, they've been around long enough that people know the deal with them now, but you kind of start watching thinking, what am I watching? They're <laughs> yeah. doing dance moves, like kind of anime it's choreographed exactly it's like it's like anime movie dance moves or some do shit they, when they're when those three girls are on stage do they have a band on or is it a backing track yeah they have a full band yeah the guitarist or the bassist from him died recently no the way. original yeah and no but yeah the, sounds like they've that. got I mean, a full I enjoyed, band playing i the tight i've never actually well. seen i've never seen baby metal i've only seen him on video but of course when you see him on, on like when it shows a performance on youtube something that's singer's got some pipes man well that's it it's the the camera because they're the gimmick the camera is only ever on the three of them so i've I've never really paid attention to whether there's a band or not but yeah it sounds it sounds like you who has a lot of experience of actually being there in person took a lot away from it like it was it was a good time so i mean it i think they did they're a band that i've never heard before really very much um and they were good yeah. i enjoyed them they've got I a, a enjoyed, super um, shreddy girl guitarist as well 
Yeah, it, it's it's not her though, is it? Because that Sophie guitar, I think, is a YouTuber. I don't. No, think no, it's it's different, different, band. entirely different guitar. Yeah. It's uh, she's called Gina. Uh, begin, her second name begins with a G, but I don't want to call her Gina G. <laughs> <laughs> or Gina Gershon. Uh, yeah, not her either. Um, but one of the other. Speaking of uh, the women, um, I was actually really pleasantly surprised by the Pretty Reckless. Uh, surprised in what way? If I'm honest, Gina I don't Gleason, remember seeing them. Gleason. I, yeah. If I'm honest, I don't remember. I don't think they were on the Saturday night, unless I was just too shit faced by this point to see them. In fact, they, maybe they were on because I remember the three of you, me, and Catherine talked about them. So yeah. maybe we talked about them because they were on. I don't. I don't, I don't hate them. But... I listened to them on Spotify, and um, I, uh, I I enjoyed it. Is all because I'd never really paid any attention to them before, and I thought, you know what? Yes, it's an actress fronting a rock band, but I got the impression that it wasn't like a managerial position. She she's actually into that scene, you know. Yeah, no, I, I don't. I don't dispute that. My feelings towards them are tainted by it's the jailbreak thing, isn't it? Yeah, it's definitely that's that's what the guys behind her were like. They they would not be in a famous band had it not been for Taylor Momsen thinking. Right, I need to be in a band because this is what I want to do. Yeah, because I don't think they're, they're. It's not like they're people from other bands that. No, and there's her. nothing about them musically that blows me away. But the the solos, are, I liked it. Like it it's was all right. Special. They're not changing exactly. the world, but it's fun. Exactly. It's enjoyable, and it's really but just they would rock. Yeah, but they would. That's it. What I'm saying, they wouldn't be anybody if she no. wasn't somebody. But I, at the same time, I have to wonder. She was already famous at the point that she, that band came out yeah so where did she find them and i can't help but think if she was already famous she's gonna have some kind of contacts to i don't think she found them in some back alley bar playing in a covers band i would assume that they are musicians in their own right but maybe not famous like they could be yeah, session maybe. players or whatever you know uh and maybe there's j just now in that band specifically they're not playing stuff that shows off the skills that you know what i mean but they, I, I, I definitely see your point. And the thing is the age difference, because she's like 24, 25 now, I guess. Um, yeah. And I, it was, I think it was the guitarist. He was playing a, a 335. So we did see him, because I remember being shocked that he was playing a 335. He had a black 335. Right. And I, I was convinced it had been a less pull from the sound. It sounded like a really solid, thick sound. Um, and he had this 335. But he's like this tubby dude in his 50s and I, I couldn't help think if it was a managerial decision it wouldn't have been a tubby dude in his 50s you know um in the first wayne's world when they go see alice cooper yeah and that dude rips into a solo on the mockingbird and he, he's got his shirt off and mm -hmm. his abs are out and stuff if it was if it was a managerial decision if someone else had put that band together and like chosen her to front, it was manufactured. I can't help but think that the guitarist would look more like that. Well, maybe, maybe they're like, you know, like they have these song factories where they just pump out kind of like middle of the road rock music. Yeah. Maybe it was like that. They had a lot of kind of like middle of the road, rocky type songs and they, they, 
been kind of playing them but didn't have anybody uh, they didn't have any kind of wow factor to them and then yeah man and then you throw like, an actress up front exactly and... so they, they were probably to a degree they were probably already they were an established band they were songwriters but not necessarily anything beyond that they wanted yeah. to be and and then i don't I, there's other bands that i can't think of right now that have a similar kind of dynamic not necessarily with a like a no, not in a, a, not in a rock jailbait girl at the front of them, but no, you I know, know what I, I mean. know what you mean because it's like how many it's a million times that an actress or an actor has moved into music, um, and vice versa, to be fair. And yeah. sometimes they're I mean, good at both, just sometimes off the top of gimmick, just off the top of our heads. Let's let's do a few Eddie Murphy, uh, Bruce Willis, Bruce Willis, man, yeah. That was um, bad. That was that was just objectively bad music. Hugh Laurie. Made. Hugh Laurie's uh, a fucking mean piano yeah, man. player, and he's a jazz man. Uh, Plays like a motherfucker. Who else we got? Um, oh, I keep getting pit of, like faces just flashing past my eyes of like people who I know. Of I think more pop. Jared Leto, people, obviously. One of the rare, very successful. Uh, and uh, quite rightfully so, he's got an excellent voice. The band very yeah, good. Well, not Apparently, necessarily uh, Maynard from Tour taught him to sing, or right? at least he had lessons from Maynard. Yeah, I would imagine he could already sing. He he, he maybe took some vocal coaching, actors but... often can, don't they? Because they go to that like, like uh, they go to voice voice school and stuff. Yeah, because you got to um, project. I was thinking more. Like in the pop world, like fucking. I don't know why, but the first one that comes to mind is fucking Holly Valance. Fuck me. That's the kiss, f- I kiss. don't know why that's the first one that pops into my head. I don't know. I, and, I don't. Course, I didn't like her before it. I like her during it, and I don't like her after it. No, she's, to be fair, I I agree. She sullied my will. But on that same tip, though, um, what's her fucking name? Um, Minogue. Kylie no, Minogue. Well, Kylie Minogue. Yeah, the, the, the neighbors seems to kick him out, doesn't it? Natalie Imbruglia. Mm. That's the one I was thinking of. Jason Donovan, obviously, fucking the J Dov. I feel like actors that go into music. What's worse when when a musician acts? Like how many how many actors that have have made music that was objectively not necessarily any specific scene or genre? How many actors have made legitimately and objectively good music? You know, Hugh Laurie, and I mean I don't mean they've always done both. I mean they're predominantly an actor, and then seemingly out of nowhere they've put out a record. Hugh Laurie, um, Jared Leto, Jared Leto, of course, yeah. I would argue Taylor Momsen, if I'm honest. Yeah, I would say I Pretty guess. Reckless are good enough that they Do you can. Know, like, think, not in the upper echelon. I think but... the problem I have with a lot of singers that go to front bands or become artists, uh, musical artists, it's like, have you ever seen, is it in Road Trip? No, I don't think it is in Road Trip. What is this? What film is it where... Um, um, last part again, man. I'm, it, I'm does, it doesn't matter. It's, it's irrelevant, man. Cutting out. It's irrelevant. Um, what film is it where Matt Damon sings Scotty Doesn't Know? Can you hear me still? No? I guess not. Um, there, so we go. there we go. 
Yeah, right. So what film is it where Matt Damon sings Scotty Doesn't Know? Can you remember? It's Euro Trip. I thought it was. I, I had Road him. Trip. It's not him. It's not him? No, it's not. He's not really singing it. No, but that's, like I say, that's, that's not the point. The point is, right, so let's go back to the start of that fucking sentence because you obviously couldn't hear enough to make sense of what I'm saying. No. Right. <laughs> no, I couldn't. So whenever I see somebody who is an actor who then goes to be a musical artist. Yeah. You know when Matt Damon's singing Scotty Doesn't Know in Eurotrip? Yep. That's what I'm seeing. That's what I'm looking at I on get, stage. Yeah, if somebody like basically there. doesn't know that they're not like if you see Bruce Dickinson, he's been doing it for fucking decades. Yeah, that he still looks fun. like he's a fucking rock front man. That's that's all yeah. energy coming from him. That's not like he's not trying to do that. That is him fucking that's that's what he lives, breathes, and sweats. Yeah, without and when doubt. you see somebody that comes from an acting background, they're acting like they want to be a rock star. Yeah. Uh, okay. Often. Yeah. Often. I see what you're saying. And you not all the I time. Think, yeah, and the I ones think, that don't I can't think the ones that don't are the like ones the that stand out as better. Stories. Even the fucking sick of this. What are you sick of, Dave? This fucking thing keeps cutting out and I don't know why. I don't know. Um yeah, so even the big successful ones, like Jared Leto, you could argue, is one of the f more successful actors that's moved into music. Yeah. But even he comes across as super pretentious, like it's an act when he's singing. To a degree, not so much. I mean, he's one of the ones that kind of gets away with it for me. He does because the music and his lyrical content is as pretentious as his attitude. Juliet Lewis, she's done okay. Juliet Lewis is actually, I would say, is one who I think comes across as very natural. Yeah, yeah more so because she, I think, because she's a bit batshit crazy anyway. Yeah, man. Like I yeah. think you'd have if um, oh, what's her fucking name? Uh, she's another J. Um, Jane Cusack. Like if she started a band, I'd probably Joan, believe Joan them. Cusack. Yeah, sorry, Joan Cusack because she's a bit fucking mental, and I think yeah. Maybe that's the thing. Like rock singers, they sell it a lot better if they're a little bit crazy. Oh, me, you know who the obvious one is that none of us mentioned. You just reminded me then when you said Joan Cusack, and he gets away with it in every Jack aspect. Black, fucking Jack Black. Because yeah, man. When you see him on video in his own, is the house, thing that led you to that um, high fidelity? No, man. You said Joan Cusack. She's in School Rock. She's the principal. Oh, right. She, yeah, of course. No, do you know the thing that led me was um, I went from Jane Cusack, uh, John Cusack to John Cusack. John Cusack. Uh, and then High Fidelity. Um, yeah. high fidelity. No, it's like weird fucking Black, six degrees, man. <laughs> the, the thing is, when you see Jack Black in a film, he is, you could argue like he's an overactor. Yeah. It's all about that caricature of a, of a dude. Not always, though. He does act pretty, like... What was that film uh, where he was the serial, or at least he killed his mum or something? Oh, uh, it's just named after that dude. Yeah, but I mean, he was playing. He was playing. Playing a real person in that. Playing he a real person, exactly. Stuff so he could like get his mannerisms down. But the thing is, when you see him do that, it's still very much Jack Black doing, and it's it, still you know? kind of funny. Uh, exactly. Um, I can't remember what it's called, but the film is na is his name named after the dude. Yeah, name, yeah, and. Um, but he's he's like this caricature, and then you see him in the D, and he's obviously playing the role of 
JB from the D, which is obviously it's him, but it's a it's a cartoon version of him, mm -hmm. and this idea that they're slackers and all that. But then when you see him on like his YouTube channel, where it's like it's him on a tour bus or it's him with his kids, he, that's just what he's like. Exactly, he's just full of fucking life all the time. A hundred percent. Like there is no let up with that dude. That's just what he is, and it happens to be that what he is is a commodity. And I mean, more fucking power too. I'm a huge fan, and but he's. He's a guy that you definitely, even though he is 100% acting that character when he's on stage, you know that that's still kind of not an act. That's it's just pure, just, it. that's it. It's pure energy coming from the fact that he's fucking in love with what he's doing. He's not wanting anything back from the crowd that they don't want to give him. I'm guessing you've gone silent again, but what I was going to say was. Do you <laughs> fuck? Do you want to cut that part off now? Um, I'm sure Phil can hear me talking to you. I can. Right? I can hear you perfectly well. You there, keep... we go. there we go. Right. What I was going to say was, do you want to cut that bit off now? Fuck it off. Uh, stop talking about people who are rock stars and yeah, download festival. And can I just say about the the riot fest that that's exactly say. what i was just going to say finally if you i've got a couple of bits of housekeeping to do right at the end but um you mentioned riot fest earlier yeah so they cancelled riot fest finally two days ago um which we've two been expecting. Expecting. sorry man two sorry, seconds man. dude if you're going down there mate well you can get me a can of carlin if you want but go in my little guitar room ethan um on the deck no in on the shelf there's a little blue like box on top. There's a set of headphones in there. Can you bring them up for me, mate? Cheers, Carl. Oh. It's nice to have a go, fair. Yeah, man, I'm going to try the other cams. I'm not even going to edit that out. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I like that bit. Um, right, so they cancelled it two days ago, which we'd been expecting for a while anyway. And Riot Fest is October? No, September. Sept oh, so it's not that far in middle, middle to the end of September. Right. Um, and... Um, they'd um, yeah they they cancelled it pretty late because they were they they couldn't cancel it until the city told them that they had to cancel it essentially otherwise they'd have had to like they'd have had like loads of crazy fees to pay and stuff. Fucker. Um, but they finally cancelled it, which is both bogus and sad. But at the same time, it's um they've released. I think the same night they released the lineup for next year, which includes My Chemical Romance that they'd announced for this year that I was already pretty psyched for. But I think they'd held off announcing anything else for the simple reason. They do it every year. They always say, we'll release it when we fucking want to. It's a very punk <laughs> ethic. Like the the whole, the people behind it and the, the ideas behind it, it's a very punk ethic kind of festival with big bands on. Um, but it's so diverse. I, like I said earlier, so my chemical romance. Sorry, dude. Sorry. On top of the shelf, the same shelves where you got that. He's brought me up a box with some like twenty-year-old headphones in. On top of the shelves, mate. There's a little blue thing, and there's a set of cans in there. When I say set of cans, mate, that means headphones. He's going to go down and bring me up an empty Carlin can that I've left on my desk. <sighs> Yeah, so oh, anyway, my, my super diverse show. My Chemical Romance, 
Smashing Pumpkins, Run the Jaws, Pixies. They're the, the bands along the top row. Coheed and Cambria. There's a lot of bands oh, that man, I have. I would love to see them. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. There's like bands that, I mean, there's current kind of favorite bands, but most of them are like, like they're not super popular nowadays. They're, well, that's the wrong word. They're not current and super current bands yeah the bands that you know they might not have released an album in 20 years or whatever but you fucking love them um taking back sunday they seem to play every year um but i'm not upset about that um no, no. sublime with rome i well, don't know that if that's cool i don't know i don't is that a band called rome or i don't know what that is I is there a band called sublime with rome or is it Sublime? With a... well, I I would assume because the dude from Sublime is dead, isn't it? So the the singer from you got Sublime, a different I, front man then. I would guess. Well, I say he's dead. I am almost a hundred percent sure. I'm thinking of the right band. I'm pretty sure he's been dead a long time too. Mm -hmm. um, so I would assume that it's the rest of Sublime and um, whoever Rome is. There's a lot of early two thousands kind of punk pop punk bands that. Or you know that kind of scene. So Almac and Rejects, Newfound Glory, Simple Plan. Uh, uh, Did you ever hear Gogol Bardello before? They're like a gypsy rock band. The name doesn't even ring like well. um, Romany gypsy rock band. Like so that it's well, it's not even. It's kind of like kind of fun music. It's crazy. It's off. It's it's if you check it out, G O G O L. Bardello, um, check it out and G -G tell me what you think. Gogol, yeah, I'll have a look. Uh, the Circle Jerks, Thrice. Circle Jerks. Did you mention you said? Sorry, I was just swapping the cans, so I, I like, only half heard what you were saying. There. Um, you said All American Rejects, um, Newfound Glory are playing. Who were the two bands you said after that? My personal like, favorites, Simple Plan bands. Can you remember Simple Plan? Hello. I guess those headphones aren't working either. Man, your headphone situation, dude. I keep getting you in and out. I've yeah. even swapped cans. It's got to be the interface because I've swapped cans. What have you done to my interface, Dave? I th I've got a feeling it's just dirty inside. After Every time, because we had this problem with my cans cutting out a few weeks back and it was really bad. Now, whenever I use it, I put the contact cleaner inside it and I didn't mm -hmm. this time when I brought it up, I forgot. So I think it's just where do you store it? Whatever. Where do you keep the interface? Oh, for fuck's sake. Fuck me. Are we going to have to cut this short because Dave's deaf? Make a drone noise so I'll know when you come back in. There you go. There you go. Oh, no, you've got again. I love well, how professional we come across. It's the best thing about us is our professionalism. Every time I get you, it, I get like half a word and it drops back out. Uh, this is starting to take the piss. Uh, uh, Talk. Dave Ball is a knob. No? I, hope, come back? I don't know if you're talking. Yes, I am no, talking. I've got me in my cans instead. Oh, Jesus. 
Uh, I don't know what to say. There you are. There you are. Fuck me. Yes. Are we alive? I've got you. Right. Right. So, real briefly. Um, right. I'm just going to run through the names that are there. I've got. All I'm going to do is tell you the bands that are on there, and then we're going to fucking do the house cleaning because this is fucking killing me. I'm half yeah, pissed, <laughs> and I'm ready to punch someone in the fucking neck. Right. Well, in ten minutes, you're due. You're having an affair with my brother. Yeah. And, and you're due on uh, the old PlayStation in ten minutes. Yeah. Just wait. We're going to do a gaming podcast next week. That's a oh, joke. Oh man, I would no. I would. I would love <laughs> to get my brother to do that. With, can you right. imagine if him, Gav, and Jamie, or even all four of you, did a gaming podcast? That'd be fucking brilliant. It would. But, but let's let's not do another aside because we're already running at two and a bit hours. <laughs> uh, right. Okay. So from first to last, My Chemical Romance, Smashing Pumpkins, Run the Jewels, Pixies, Coheed and Cambria, Taking Back Sunday, Sublime with Rome, Dirty Heads. Lupe Fiasco performing the cool. So the, every um, I don't know if it's an every year thing, but last year they did uh, a load of album performances. Oh, um, so like full album thrice. Uh, sorry, Taking Back Sunday did two albums. Um, other bands did did albums. I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, but yeah, so that uh, Vic Mensa, the all American uh, all American rejects, newfound glory. Pretty much my favorite band on earth. Um, Simple Plan, Gogol Bordello, Circle Jerks, Thrice, who are fucking awesome, Circus Survive, um, again, awesome, K-Flay, I don't know K-Flay, um, Toots and the Matles, they, they keep throwing these random bands in every now and again, like um, last year was uh, B-52s played, Village People played. Um, village people you never told me that i missed them that's why we didn't get to the festival in time missed the fucking village people kills me um <laughs> jawbox less savvy fav um, good. best coast bayside they're a fucking blast from the past l7 are playing uh meg myers seven will be cool pup midday parade uh, i can kind of take them all even but i quite like them live Who's that? Fever three three three. Who we talked about earlier? Midi Parade. Uh, um, I don't know them. Living Color are fucking playing, mate. Oh man, that's fucking good. Yeah, man. Uh, Big Freedia. I'm not aware of. Uh, Swimmers. I'm not aware of. It's spelled S W M R S. Beach know. Bunny. Alex Six. Um, oh. Thursday playing. Saves the day are playing. Don Broco, British band, represent. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joywave, I don't know. Hepcat, I think I've seen them before, but I'm not 100%. That name rings a bell, but it, I don't think I know the band. I think I'm thinking of some. Oh, Fishbone. No, I'm thinking of Bad Cat amps. Fishbone are playing. Uh, fucked up. I think they're Canadian, but they're fucking awesome. There's no but, U in it. If they're are they the ones I'm thinking of, it's like F. No, no, there's no, it's it's spelled as it's said. Oh, no, I don't, I don't know. Um, but I saw them. I th- whoa, who are they supporting? Maybe Cancer Bats? Um, and that it's just like a fat, well, hairy, sweaty dude with his shirt off, just running about the crowd singing punk songs. It's awesome. That sounds pretty fucking cool. Boston Manor, you're not a super fan of him, but I listened to him on no. the TV the other day. I quite enjoyed it. It's not that I dislike it. It just doesn't do anything. Just, it doesn't ding your bell. It's not at all, man. Uh, the Sounds, White Lung, Kenny Hoopla, Beach Goons, Meet Me at the Altar, Radkey. Fuck me, that is a lineup. How many days is it? Uh, it's... Four days this year. 
but you only you only get the fourth. You, so you get three days, and there there's still two two waves of um, bands to release as well. This isn't even all the bands. Shit the bird. Um, but so normally it's a three day festival. It would normally be the seventeenth, eighteenth, or nineteenth. But because we're keeping our tickets from this year and right. hanging over to the next year, uh, there's just an extra first day. Which just, it'll just be for you guys just, that have tickets just for people here. who have tickets already or who buy the tickets in the next month, I think it is. Right. Um, so it'll be a less busy day, which is already instantly appealing to me because I'm a social outcast. But <laughs> I'm a fucking pariah, essentially. My fa- dude, my favorite quote that you have ever said, you just said it one time randomly and it, it will never leave my mind. You said the thought of someone hugging you like other than your wife, we family, the thought of someone hugging you makes you want to peel your skin off. <laughs> Too fucking right. I, you know, as you were saying it, I knew what you were going to say and I knew word for word what I was going to say, <laughs> even though I think I've only said it once in my life. It is essentially how I feel about life. Um, <laughs> such a good quote. But it's, yeah, it's, um, it's going to be a hell of a time. And Chicago Town Pizza, man. Not talking about the fucking little Not things that you get in the supermarket. No, I'm talking about going to fucking proper restaurants and getting an inch and a half deep Real dish time, pizza that's just full of fucking sauce and cheese. Oh, my God. Sounds good. Labriola's is like the best pizza I've ever had in my life. They, they do a similar thing in London and they kind of tout themselves as being the only London, the first London place that does proper Chicago town pizza. And they do a pretty good job. It's really tasty. It ain't the same. It ain't exactly the same as Labriola's. Labriola's is the best thing I've ever put in my mouth. Second best thing you've ever put in your mouth. It's better than your dick. Pfft, don't look as good. It um, doesn't, <laughs> and it's not as cheesy. Hey! <laughs> um, right, so I guess didn't make we me should... gag either. <laughs> we should. We just didn't put enough in then. <laughs> um, we should uh, do the housekeeping. So we ask people to get in touch all the time. I'll give all the contacts shortly. Uh, the main place that you can get in touch is Facebook, and we have actually had people in touch. We posted something. Fuck off. Uh, yeah, man, we posted something this week in the spirit of download, a dream down- download lineup. So we wanted people to choose nine bands. So you had the three headliners for each day, and then you could choose one wild card for any stage. And I won't lie, right? We had not many, but we, we did have a few people get in touch, and... There, none of them specified like a wild card, and none of them kind of tried to divide. People it are rubbish into... at replying to messages. <laughs> no one divided it. I was hoping people would be like, "Well, classic rock day, I'd have these three, and metal day, I'd have the." But instead, my dad actually got in touch. He cannot use Facebook for shit, and <laughs> he he was the first one to comment. He says, "This is literally what he says." Here goes in no particular order, and then the message, the comment stops. <laughs> And then he backed it up with, I should have included White Snake. I was going to say, that's what, <laughs> that's the one that I saw. I was like, I should have included White Snake. Yeah. And your reply was like, Dad, you didn't even say any bands. <laughs> you didn't include any bands. <laughs> and he um, he then went on to say something went wrong. And every time he tries to type the bands, it just posts a message. And I'm like, old people, man. <laughs> but he, um, <laughs> he did eventually do it. And he said, Zeppelin, Skinner, Santana. 10 years after, and I think he's basing that purely on their, I think it's from Woodstock, 10 years after, and Alvin Lee did this show mm. in uh, uh, their section of Woodstock, is 
massively famous video. Even if you don't know it's them, I'm sure you've seen it. Um, Gary Moore, Stevie Ray Vaughan, ACDC, Wishbone Ash, Caravan, and then he included White Snake. says, oops, that's 10, and then still put a wild, a wild card on, Vinegar Joe. And then further down, he does even more, says David Bowie, yes, Dr. Feelgood, Uriah Heep, and Glenn Miller. And I'm like... Did he mention crash test dummies? He didn't, which I was what very the shit? surprised about. But I even said to him, none of these are really download choices, but that would be a lineup I'd go and watch. Um, everybody's favorite um, long-haired layabout. I can't think of another way to describe him. Mr. Graham Classen, friend of the show, said, Iron Maiden, Motorhead, Aussie with Zach and Randy. Fuck, that would be cool. Pantera, Ailstorm, Tenacious D, Ramstein, In Flames, and Wild Stallions. Yeah, man. I thought Wild Stallions was a good call. Are they the wild um, card? We did have a couple of others, but they were the ones that stood out. What else was it? Oh, corrections corner. We don't normally do this, but listening back, I noticed I'd made a couple of mistakes and someone pointed some of them out. This is from weeks back, but... Oh, it shows that there's at least one person listening to you and he's a fucking dick then. (laughs) He only listens to... You nitpicking son of a bitch. A few weeks back, we talked about Malevolence and I mentioned their new EP and I said it was called Out of Time. It's called The Other Side. Okay. And I also, last just in the last podcast, we talked about Deftones and I said the guitarist, I called him Steph Carter. And it's Steph Carpenter. Steph Carpenter. Now, I said Steph Carter because Steph Carter is the he used guitarist, to be a guitarist in yeah. Gallows. Gallows he's, yeah. he's a friend of mine. Um, and I'm thinking if we can, it'd be cool to get him on one time because his new band are pretty fucking cool as well, called Lioness. His wife is up front. But um, other than that, Graham got in touch as well. Do, do you remember a few weeks back when we were doing the housekeeping, I said, you know, get in touch, and you said, send dick pics. No, I'm sure, I'm sure it was you. It might have been me, but I'm pretty sure it was you said send. Dick oh, this is a very strong possibility that I did say that, but I, I <laughs> don't remember saying it. No. Well, Graham got in touch and sent four dick pics. Oh, um, I did see this. Yeah, <laughs> he sent Dick Dastardly, Dick Turpin, um, Dick Van Dyke, and. Dick Tracy. <laughs> Those were the four dicks he sent. So, cheers, Graham. Excellent. And uh, I can't remember why, but I told Jack I'd give him a shout-out because he pointed me at something. I can't remember what it was, but shout-out to Jack, too. So, um, Oh, he's been throwing all kinds of, like, early yeah, 2000s on... hardcore bands at us. Well, when you, you put that thread up... Reminding us. About, uh, that, it's, it's like... Well, the idea private... was, like, we're supposed to, like... Um, throw musical ideas at each other and stuff but it's kind of descended into just just a standard talking about music now, yeah but um i mean if i ever download reaper and uh i can't remember is it lapu lapu that's it yeah um maybe i because I, I watched some videos on it and it does look great for some free software so maybe i'll get around to that see if this yeah, can handle it um but other than that um get in touch we want people to get in touch. It'd be sweet if we could uh, get some questions or suggestions for future shows, or if you just want to tell us we're shit. Bullets. Can I ring in and tell you you're shit? You can do that now. You're shit. I love you, though. I can't hear you anyway. That's all right. Fuck you, then. 
Fuck you too. I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you can go on Facebook uh, in the search bar at the top, just uh, at Phil and Dave EA, or if you just search heavy in all caps, you'll find us. You can get us on Twitter. We are uh, and underscore excellent. Um, on YouTube, just search Bikeback Media. That's actually just all been revamped, and all of our challenges are up there now. I actually watched them all yesterday, and I'm not going to lie, man. The way you've edited the videos together, I was in tears laughing at a couple <laughs> of them. I can't wait to record some more of them and see what you do with the editing. I, I was genuinely in tears laughing at some of them. Do you know, um, if we can record it in a way so that, like... On there. Uh, can you hear me still? Yeah, I just got yeah. you back. Um, so if we can record them again so that it's like you and me on socially distanced GoPros, but like both up close like they are on those videos on there. Yeah, that would work. Yeah, I think that'd be fun. That'd be cool. It'd be good to get together too and do some more like that when we're allowed. Yeah, but that could be like next year or something. I mean, we we could probably do it now, but I don't want to be the guy that gives somebody coronavirus, even if all you do is carry it across to somebody else or something like that. You don't want to be a part of that, man. That's a chain that no one wants to be in. I don't um, want to be a fucking Manchester Raver. No, fuck that. But there's um, there's plenty more challenges in us, I think, and we should find a way to do that. Plus, and we should when... get some fucking ideas for like on the Facebook. People should give us some fucking stupid ideas for shit to do. Well, we, at the moment we do yo yo guess that video. There's six episodes of that on YouTube. There's name as many of these things as you can in the allotted amount of time. Snappy title. Um, there's five, four or five episodes of that. I'm sure we'll keep doing those when we get a chance to, that we can get together and record. You had the idea for the... What we're going to try and do is watch the last 15 minutes of a film that neither of us have seen, and then we have to try and work out what the fuck happened in the rest of the So film. it might be unrelated to this podcast, but it'll be us doing it. Yeah, and, and I imagine we'd probably still put it on YouTube through Biteback. Um, yeah. Just among... Because we have our own playlist on there, so it'd be just another series of bullshit stupid videos that we do because we like doing dumb shit um if you go on patreon search bite back media um if you are so inclined uh help us keep the lights on you can email us at phil and dave ea at gmail.com hey that's legitimately a problem for you as well like your energy cut out the other week that's a good you had a blackout yeah, that wasn't my fault, need, though. I don't think. No, you need to keep Batley running. <laughs> yeah, just me. Like, it's like I've got Ethan on an exercise bike. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, he's not oh, just yeah. the gopher. He's also the guy, the entire power for Batley. <laughs> he's powering Batley right now. But um, yeah, get in touch. Like, like that's a good idea, man. Get, give us ideas for stupid uh, challenges. Um, if they're rock and metal based, then you know. There's a That'd strong chance that we'll give it a bash. Fucking right. But to be honest, if, if you not, ask we'll us probably to do still give it a bash, shit, yeah. We'll probably do it. Hey um, man, I snorted chili sauce. I'll do anything. I've I've done more dumb shit than I can recount, if I'm honest. I've done shit that I wouldn't advise anyone to do. But you know, if I'm being filmed and it, if it gets a laugh, I'll probably do it again. Um let me just put it out there on record that I will not do literally anything. I might. No, you can, that's up to you, but I'm not going to say I'm not going to say on a recorded medium no. that's going out to other people that will 
say, well, Phil said he would do anything and he's not doing me. I'm not interested. The only in person you'll hear that from is me. Yeah. And you are Maybe doing my wife anyway, if, I'm, so. if I'm on a promise. <laughs> but get, yeah, get in touch. If we think it's something that we can realistically uh, turn into a, like a video, a one-off or even like a series and we think it'll be fun, um, we'll probably give it a crack. Nothing fucking dangerous or like just... I'm not going to chew glass. No, shit like that. I ain't going to jump off my house to see if we can get... Oh, 200 views and Dave will put a nail gun through his kneecap. No, he won't. But, you know, if it's if you think it'll be fun and we think it'll be fun... However, if you're going to do it by accident, make sure you get it on film. Oh, definitely. I film everything I do now just in case I do dumb shit. <laughs> like but, um yeah, 100%. But less entertaining and fatter. <laughs> um, so uh, if you're already listening to this, then you don't really need the links for Spotify and Apple Podcasts and Mixcloud and all that shit. But if you go to the Facebook page, as I said, at Phil and Davey A, or just search heavy in all caps, uh, pinned to the top of that page, page is a post with all of these links in so you can find anything you're looking for there please do get in touch facebook is probably the main one because for some reason i keep giving out the email address but i can't even get on it um wayne is gonna sort that out uh twitter i do look at but if i don't really like twitter at all so i'll check it uh and (laughs) me and phil all the way through his podcast i've been sending each other pictures of fat naked people and he's just sent me another one (laughs) Like morbidly um, obese. Yeah, huge people. Like windows removed when they eventually, when their bloated corpses have to be winched out of their houses. We're talking about knocking down walls. But um, yeah, please get in touch. Uh, Facebook's probably the main one, like I said. I do check Twitter quite often. And um, if you want to put it on there, you can do email. Because I think, although I can't get on it, I think Wayne can. So he'll let us know if anyone gets in touch. Just... Just get in touch, say hi, join in the conversation. Um, other than that, the only thing left is to say that next time, we'll be recording in just another couple of days, I would guess, over the weekend. And we're doing something a bit different again. We're going to get Wayne in. Wayne. Uh, digital Uber Wayne's Mensch. world. Gonna... Talking about Wayne stack. We're, I think his idea is that he's just, because he's kind of new to the whole rock and metal thing, so he's going to suggest to us his five favorites. And we're gonna like build something around them, build a conversation, let him know what we think, and uh, yeah, that should be maybe fun. it'll we'll be less than uh, two hours and forty minutes long. Fuck, this Wayne, has been a long one. They're always Wayne, long. Yeah, Wayne will keep us down to summit because he's got an agenda. He's got to edit it. it, so fuck him. It'll take as long as it takes. <laughs> um, right. Well, I guess we're done. We did a thing. Did we do a thing? We did a thing. Right. We a really did it good in the butthole. Thing. We did a long thing right in the keister. So, yeah. Uh, right. Tell my brother I said hello. I will. And I'm going to um, go and kill some Nazis with him. Yeah. Dead Nazis. You're going to re kill. You can't kill what's already dead. I'm going to prove that wrong. I'm going to Ga- smash the shit out of him. Gavin Rossdale, in the, in the immortal words of Bush and the song Little Things, I killed you once, I'll kill you again. It's a nice place to end. Love you, Dave. You've gone, man. You've gone. Love you, dude. Love you, everyone. Stay safe. Keep it metal. Peace out.